Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to call to order the June 20th, 2023 City Council meeting to order. Roll call, please. President LaFlam? Here. Roy? Here. Tillotson? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Here. Brooks? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to call Brooks? Lopez? Here. Balak here? Here. Krampitz? Here. Dobos? Here. Cushane? Here. Labrie? Here. Pinyak Costello? Here. 12 present. Thank you. Uh, if people, if people on... I just get myself off the mute. Okay. If people on Zoom, please uh, mute your mic until you need it, please. Uh, thank you. Also on Zoom tonight, we have Councilor Shane Brooks, Councilor Tillotson, Councilor Joel McCullough, and Councilor Tillotson, I said Tillotson, I believe, and Tillotson. Okay. In in is there anyone else on Zoom from the City Council? Okay. Mike? Mike, can you turn that a little bit? It's glaring so I can see everybody's name. Thank you. In compliance with the open meeting law, the city of Chicopee is broadcasting live and for future broadcasts, the meeting on Chicopee TV. Is anyone else in the audience video or audio taping this meeting, please state your name and reason for doing so. Seeing none, we will, we will move into public input. Public input is limited to three, to three minutes or less. Is anyone in the audience here for public input? Please go to the mic. Yeah. Well, because she, it's her, too. She's in each other. Hi, my name is Al Wilson. I'm the founder and executive director of Beyond Walls. We're a nonprofit based in Lynn, Massachusetts. It's been working uh, with the city of Chicopee and Chicopee Public Schools in the hopes of bringing art to Chicopee uh, later next month. Um, our background is in both bringing in large-scale street art, doing urban design work like lighting of three MBTA bridges, and a variety of other work throughout the Commonwealth. We exclusively focus on gateway cities. I'm honored to be here in Chicopee. I actually, 25 years ago, went to Westfield State and played for the Chicopee Portuguese Club um, and still have many friends here in the city. So really honored to be here in front of the council and, and with the mayor. Our focus is on street art installations that we dovetail to an educational resource. We've been working with public school teachers here in Chicopee as well as after school programs. And we do design response. We take a creative lens to addressing urban challenges in the gateway cities. So right now we're installing some really large scale pieces of public art in Holyoke, Mass. It's our second year working there. But again, we've done work throughout the Commonwealth in the gateway cities. Um, here for later next month, we're very interested in bringing in two artists, an artist from Lisbon, Portugal, and an artist from Poland. Um, I wanted to just bring that to the attention of the council and appreciate you all um, looking forward to maybe presenting at the next meeting. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else for public input? Hello. Good evening. Deb Sutherland, 129 Ledlow Road, Chicopee, Massachusetts. I don't, I don't plan on taking up too much of your time. I bought my parents' home. I'm truly a lifelong Chicopee resident. 
I want to make three important points tonight. Marion excavating is under a cease and desist order from the Chicopee Law Department. Marion excavating is under a cease and disorder because health concerns have risen as a result of their excavating. Marion excavating is under a cease and desist order because my neighbors and my family are enduring an untenable amount of dust and sand in our homes and pools. We want to understand how a cease and desist order and an application to the Conservation Committee to continue and expand make any sense at all. Cease and desist, continue and expand. We are ready to fight this fight. All interested neighbors will be at tomorrow night's meeting of the Conservation Committee. Cease and desist, continuation, and expansion. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else for public input? Hi, fellow counselors. My name is Mary Beth Costello. I'm a resident, I'm a resident of Ward 966 Foss Avenue. I'm here to speak at public input in regards to housing that has been boarded up. And I recently found a situation in my ward where a house has been boarded up, and the other day, needles were found in their driveway. The house is supposed to be torn down, and I've been told that it's going to take a year to tear down the particular building based on inspections. One year for a house like this is too long. This is an attractive nuisance, and it's a public safety concern. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else for public input? Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Paul Hedin. I live on 130 Ledlow Road in Chicopee. This is about Marion excavating. Yeah, my, my house is ground zero right in behind them, and it's a, it's a nuisance, like Deb said. We're getting dirt in our pools, our house shakes because they're right there, and, and I'm getting like um, cracks in my foundation around the pool because all the vibration from the rock crusher right beside my room, right, from, right beside my driveway. So I'm excited, like she said, decease and desist. I don't know why they're still working there. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else for public input? Hello, Beverly Bellavance, 41 Barbie Avenue, Ward 9. It has come to my attention that a new proposal was sent to the city of Chicopee for a zoning change at 523 James Street and 0 James Street. The request is to convert residential land to business. Where have we seen this before? 
One section is already zoned for business. That's already been done. I have seen the plans, and what I saw on the plans of what is proposed is quite horrific. Levesque Associates have attempted to squish an active and wild Starbucks coffee house in between a very busy CVS and up against a quiet residential neighborhood. It has already been discussed and noted from the police department how dangerous this area is along James Street and Memorial Drive. With traffic coming down Memorial Drive, coming up Memorial Drive, coming across from James Street and Westover, I call this proposal a death trap. The plans for increased traffic flow around the Starbucks to be and flooding out to the already dangerous James Street exit through a CVS exit. Please check the police reports on the already documented accidents that happen weekly. I live right nearby and there's constantly glass broken from car accidents. This design was submitted by the same firm to South Hadley, but the town smartly turned it down by Levesque Associates. They were gonna do a Starbucks with apartments at the top. South Hadley said, we do our own apartments. No one is going to do apartments for us. They were to put apartments on the top of Starbucks. And please note, our plans that you folks received, if you look very carefully, there's a small block, and it says, for the height of this building, they want 40 feet. 40 feet for a Starbucks? All the Starbucks that I know is one story. Why do you need 40 feet? Unless secretly you want to put apartments behind your backs, behind my backs, I don't know. I do hope that they come explain that to all of us. Thank you. Your time is up. Thank Last you. point. Please, ma'am. We Mayor go three Bue minutes. said his focus is on the safety of Chicopee residents. Proposal Excuse me, ma'am. Does nothing for our safety, Mayor. Excuse me, ma'am. Public inputs to three for um, everyone. Excuse me. The no, mayor. I'm sorry. We stick to our rules. Thank you. Thank you very much. Is there anyone else for public input? Is there anyone here for public input on Zoom? Okay. I'll take a motion to... Oh, I'm sorry. Seeing none, we'll go into... Uh, uh, the mayor's briefing. I'd like to introduce the Honorable Mayor John View for his briefing. Thank you, President Laflamme, esteemed city council members. I have uh, numerous mayor's orders in front of you, and I'm going to get right to business. Mayor's order one is the appropriate. Sorry, Mr. Mayor, excuse us for a second. Motion to close public input. Oh, I'm sorry. Motion to close public input. Thank you. Roll call, please. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Tillotson? Zigorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Pelikier? 
Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobos? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Libri? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. 12 yes. Thank you. And the motion passes. You have the floor, Mayor. Thank you. We'll start with Mayor's Order 1. It's the appropriation of $10,915,104 to the following named account stabilization fund for educational purposes from the available funds in the following named accounts. School prior year salaries, $3,864,450.38. School prior year expenses, $7,050,000. $50,654.04 for a total, like I had said, of $10,915,104.42. I know the business manager, John Meraki, is here uh, for the first time in probably the school's district's history. They actually have a stabilization reserve account for educational purposes. This money will be available uh, at the close of June 30th for the fiscal year that starts on July 1st. John, anything that you'd like to add? Uh, uh, we're really excited about actually having a reserve account. Uh, it's my understanding that it may require city council approval uh, when it comes to uh, appropriations from the account. I have a question for John. Sure. John, President LaFlam. Please. Uh, we have to create the line item. This, this $10 million, almost $11 million, uh, how long has this been in this account? One year? Um, that, that prior year account has, has been there. How many years? That amount, that is just, that's the re most recent amount, but a prior year fund has been there. It's accumulation. Go, that goes back before even I started with Chickpea Public Schools. There was a prior year account there for expenses and uh, salaries. My question is, how much the 10 million, how long has the 10 million been there? That's from this year. All 10 million from this year? That's, that's the accumulation, as the mayor mentioned, of funds that's in there currently right now. And we, uh, Sharon, the uh, city auditor, and I confirmed those numbers uh, for this appropriation. Okay, so how much was in there last year? There was between 13 and $14 million that was in there last year. In the year before that? I think it was around six or seven million. Thank you. Any other comments? No. Thank you for your concern. Anyone on Zoom? No. Go ahead, Mayor. Thank you, John. Thank you for your consideration. Mayor's Order 2 is the appropriation of $9 million to the following named account, stabilization fund from the available funds and the undesignated free cash account. As you can see from the background information, you'll see a letter that comes from me and that letter uh, clearly says that we have $9 million available in free cash. That would be closing out at the end of June 30th uh, last year. It took us, I believe, into May to get our free cash certified. So we had a very small window. We want to make sure that this money is available, uh, this $9 million for expenses that we could incur between now and again, we'll say May of 2024. Thank you. Any comments? Thank you for your consideration. 
Move on to Mayor's Order 3. It's the appropriation of $34,000 to the following name, City Hall Maintenance Expenses. You'll see uh, Special Services, $10,000, Light and Power, $15,000, Gas, $6,000, Water, $3,000, for a total of $34,000. Said amount is to be taken from the funds in the name City Hall Maintenance Salary Accounts for the Director of Facilities, $10,000, and the Clerk at $24,000. Again, that's just uh, the expenses are higher than we're budgeted for and our director of facilities is creatively using salary line items to offset the adjustments. Ashton, the uh, assistant to the director of facilities is here. Ashton Malloy, if you have any questions. I don't think David was available today. Anything you wanna add, Ashton? This is just to help cover our electric gas utilities for the remainder of the year and any other costs that we may be using for weed control outside or things of that nature. Any questions about Mayor's Order 3? Sure, Councillor Ballack here. Yeah, thank you, Mayor Ashton, thank you. So this will just keep us until the end of this fiscal year, till the end of the month, basically, correct? Correct. Fiscal correct. Year 23, but then in July, something might happen again. Okay, all right, thank you. On July 1st, the 2024 budget would then be available. Correct, Mayor. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Any other questions? Thank you for your consideration. We'll move on to Mayor's Order 4. It's the appropriation of $17,000 to the following named account, golf expense account for water from the available funds and the undesignated fund uh, balance free cash account. As you can see from the background information, I'm not sure if Mike O'Neill is joining us uh, remotely. I'm on the phone. But you can see, again, uh, been a dry summer, and uh, they need more water, and uh, this will get them to the end of the fiscal year to keep the course from drying out. Uh, the golf director, Mike, anything you want to add? Uh, no, Mayor, just uh, pretty much what you said. It's it, Last year was a dry season. We got off to a dry start this year. Uh, the good news is... Uh, our numbers are are up in rounds in revenue uh so with the with the nice weather we just needed to uh add a little more water to keep the course in uh the, the nice shape it's in i encourage any golfers that are out there to take advantage of chicopee country club it's certainly a a jewel here that we have in the city and something very special so if you're a golfer give it a try Anything, uh, any questions about the 17,000? Thank you for your consideration. We'll move on to Mayor's Order 5. It's the appropriation of $13,479.95 to the following named account, DPW Park Special Account for the purchase of equipment from the available funds in the following name, DPW Salary Accounts, Grounds Maintenance Craftsman, 10,000, and DPW labor, $3,479.95. As you can see from the background information, I believe this first one is for a, a leaf blower. I believe it's a stand-on. And I know that, oh, our director is here. Park and Rec Superintendent Ben Shrepka. Ben, anything you want to add? It looks like this one is uh, very versatile and it'll certainly enhance our efforts at cleaning the parks. Yep. Um, we have one of these pieces of equipment already. They're a great tool for us, very versatile. Makes our lives a lot easier in the fall when we're picking up leaves. Um, also, being its own standalone piece of equipment, we can utilize it throughout the year without having to bring 
a piece of equipment down to CMG to be converted into a leaf blower. So um, we're just looking to add a second one to our fleet um, to help us out in our efforts in the parks. Any questions about Mayor's Order 5? Thank you for your consideration. And Mayor's Order 6, Ben is here for that one as well. That's the appropriation of $8,773.59 to the following named account, DPW Park Special Account for the purchase of equipment from the available funds in the name, DPW Salary Account, MEO slash laborer, $8,773.59. I believe that is to replace an old uh, riding lawnmower. Right. That's a 2003 that we're using to cut uh, grass in our cemeteries, correct? Yep, um, just an older mower, a lot of miles, on, a lot of hours on it. Uh, we're looking to replace it with a new modern stand-on mower. Um, the stand-on mowers, uh, again, like the leaf blower, very versatile, easy to use. Um, we're able to load two pieces of equipment onto a trailer as opposed to one. Um, and unfortunately, um, our old vendor for mowers has redesigned their mower, um, making it very difficult to add attachments onto. Um, and they also discontinued uh, production of the smaller mower decks that make uh, our lives a lot easier when we're mowing at the cemetery in between uh, stones and whatnot. Any questions about Mayor's Order 6? Mm -mm. Thank you for your consideration. Thank you, Ben, for being here. And Mayor's Order 7, it's the appropriation of $12,000 to the following named account, auditing special account for liability insurance from the available funds and the undesignated free cash account. This is, as you can see from the background information, you have a letter from our auditor, Sharon Riley, who explains that with the end of the fiscal year coming quickly, invoices are coming in, and that it looks like we're going to be short for liability insurance. That's the city's insurance that was renewed on September 1st, 2022. And uh, the policy includes property insurance, motor vehicle insurance, certi bonds, et cetera. Any questions about Mayor's Order 7? Thank you for your consideration. President LaFlam will take Mayor's Mayor Order. Mayor's Order 8. Order that the City Council accept the donation in the amount of $5,961 to the Chickpea Council on Aging for senior meals for the month of May 2023. Said donations are accepted in accordance with Mass General Law, Chapter 44, Section 53A. That's a standard thing we get every month. Is there any questions? Any questions from Zoom? Seeing none. Mayor, you want a few minutes? Just I'll take a few more minutes of your time. I know you have a, a very busy agenda, but I want to thank all the department heads, elected officials, and residents who are attending our neighborhood meetings. I think it's really important to get a pulse on what's going on in each neighborhood here in the city of Chicopee. There's a, a, a number of issues and a lot of valuable information is presented, so I encourage people to join us. The next meeting will be held in Ward 6. That's to, that is not, it's Thursday, June 22nd. 6 p.m. at Litwin School. The Ward 8 meeting will be June 29th, Thursday, at 6 p.m. at Lambert Lavoie School. And the Ward 7 meeting will be held at the Community Room at Legacy Church. Uh, it's where all the Ward 7 uh, people go to vote. And that, again, will be at 6 o'clock. The room will accommodate more people, so instead of using our substation, uh, the church has graciously offered their space to make it more comfortable. 
Uh, last, uh, oh, let me just share this. It's very important for those in the viewing audience that we focused uh, as a parks department on the weather forecast for the weekend, and it doesn't look very good. We're praying for good weather. We are scheduled for our fireworks, uh, America's birthday, Independence Day, and uh, just to just show our patriotism here in the city of Chicopee, it's scheduled for June 24th. That's a Saturday at dark. The reports do not look good, and Saturday and Sunday are both predicted to have showers, and we'll be looking at potential alternative dates. A decision will be made on Friday, so watch for updates and announcements. Uh, there are a number of activities planned for Zop Park, and we want the residents and families to enjoy our fireworks. Also, I want to say a quick thank you to our sponsors for the event, Teddy Bear Pools and Spas, Polish National Credit Union, Florence Bank, Westfield Bank, People's Bank, Hoyle Medical Center, and Dunkin' Donuts. And I want to wish everyone a happy 4th of July. And that concludes my briefing. Have a great meeting. Thank you. If I may, Mr. Mayor? May I through the chair? Go ahead. Thank you. Um, I just want an update. I have some questions about. I received from residents that there was a shooting on Wall Street this weekend, and the public has not heard anything about it. Could you give us some information, please? I don't have any information on a shooting on what street? On, on Wall Street, there were gunshots that went through people's homes um, in, the, in one of the nights this weekend. I had a meeting with the chief today. I can get information for you, and we'll share it with the public. I'm not aware of that situation, Councillor Lopez. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take a motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn. Oh, I'm sorry. Motion made and second adjourn. Roll call, please. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Zagorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobos? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Libri? Yes. Piniaka? Yes. Yes. Thank you. The City Council will resume its, its meeting at 7.15. Thank you for the Council site.
It's up to you guys. Oh, I know. I know. I know, right? What? Well, he was talking. What? I didn't see that. Well, he's been trying to sell Yeah, for years now. Oh, nice. Okay, I missed, I missed the address. I missed it too. Yeah, I knew Donna did. Have we gambled back into order? Thanks, Joe. I'll be right with you, please. I'm a minute late. I apologize. Just making sure I didn't miss anything. Thank you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to call to order the June 20th, 2023 City Council meeting to order. Please rise for the pledge to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands one nation, under God, individual, with liberty and justice for all. And now a moment of silence for all those who protect us home and abroad. Thank you. Participating tonight on Zoom, we have Councilor McAuliffe, Councilor Shane Brooks, Councilor Jim Tillotson, is there any other counselors on Zoom? None. Roll call, please. Okay. Attendance? Yeah, I mean, yes, attendance. President Laflamme. Here. Roy? Here. Tillotson? Tillotson? Contra Tillotson. Zagorowski? Here. McAuliffe? Here. Brooks? Here. Lopez? Here. Falkir? Here. Krampitz? Here. Dobas? Here. Bouchane? Here. Labrie? Here. Pena Costello? Here. 12 present. Thank you. In compliance with the open meeting law, the city of Chicopee is broadcasting live and for future broadcasts this meeting on Chicopee TV. Is anyone else in the audio video or audio taping this meeting? Please state your name and reason for why you are doing so. Seeing none, we will move into public input. Public input is limited to three minutes or less. Is anyone here for public input? If so, if you can give your name and address for the record, please. Lisa Bienvenue, 34 Everett Street. Um, I'm glad that you know we still had public input before the uh, council meeting. Uh, city council meetings should never be used as a mayor's forum. Rolling the mayor's briefing into the city council meetings blurs the lines at best and eliminates, at worst, the separation of power between the executive and legislative branches of the government, including the city government. That's why the president's not hanging out um, at the Capitol all the time. Uh, what exactly is the purpose of wanting um, to roll the mayor's briefing into the regular council meeting other than to frustrate the general public 
and maybe getting your wish of no participation and or oversight by the constituents whom you serve. Um, how far have we fallen? At one time, Chigby was the home of the Fisk, which is one of the largest tire makers at the time, and Ames Manufacturing Company that casts the bronze doors on the east wing of the US Capitol. Now we are a parody of efficient government. Audio problems are constant on televised meetings. We seem incapable of understanding simple technology like making meeting packets, um, which are available at the clerk's office if you want it before a meeting, you can go and ask for it. But why aren't they available digitally online with the agenda so that the public can see the backup material for these motions that are going into place, and we would save some trees, you know, and create less trash, the city, you know, campaign to be clean. We're okay with not utilizing software to its full capacity, munis, just paying for it. And apparently we think good government is waiting until the last possible moment to have budget discussions could that be so no one looks too closely on where our money is being spent? It is 2023. Can we please stop talking and acting like it's 1636 and William Pinchon has just purchased land from the indigenous people of the area? Why aren't we having current dialogues like the impact of the Massachusetts vulnerable road user laws of 2023, the nighttime visibility for safety initiative, Vision Zero? Thank you. Thank you very much. Is there anyone else for public input? You can go right up to the mic. Uh, Sue Nimchik, James Street, Chicopee, Mass. Let's see. Last time we were here, there was a gentleman who came to the mic and said he, he was concerned because of a couple deaths on his road. And he didn't know where to go. And afterwards, I followed him up. And I said, this is the place to come. So that every single resident, taxpayer, or voter can understand they can come here on an even playing field so that every single member of the council knows what's at issue, because you all vote on things. Because I've been to a lot of subcommittees over, oh God, since 1980s, and they've changed over time. And what's always reported from the subcommittees in the minutes in that is not necessarily a, a true reflection of what happened and what people were inputting. So that's why I come here. So it's easy for you to know exactly what the concerns are from the hearts of the people, and they are your eyes and ears, and they know. And they want to represent their area, and we want the same, a mirror image back to us about facts, truth, and representation. So I want to thank Bill Crushane, because afterwards he went to that gentleman very quietly, amazing, and he slipped him a piece of paper of the answers he was looking for. Well done, that's the job. Meanwhile, 
a Ward Niner, for some reason people reach out to me, and he called me and he said, you know, he was walking up James Street and he came across a parcel full of syringes and also a abandoned car, okay. And he called one department, the police department, and it was before the holiday, and one officer said, well, that's not my job. Okay, and then he was passed on to another officer. He said, that's not our job. Well, whose job is it? Okay, and it came out to be the health department. So he called up, left a message, no one returned his call. So he reported to me, at which point I called two individuals. The one and only <laughs> Mary Beth, and the only one and only Jim Tillotson. Because I know with those two, it would be put to work. Because whose job is it? Next time I'm here, I'll bring something that I got in London when I was doing graduate school, and it's humorous. Whose job is it anyway? But, but here's the other thing too. There's a lot of concerns, and when Lucille we met, thank goodness for her, and Jim Tillerson put in the public input televised, it was for us to come to tell you our concerns and to be the eyes and ears for you. Don't shift it away, okay? Just don't shift it away from its current position. Thank you very Four, much. Three, two, one, thank you. Anyone else on the floor for public input? Is there anyone on Zoom for public input? Is there anyone else on Zoom for public input? Seeing none, can I have a motion to re return to regular order of business? Motion to return to regular order of business. Motion made and second to return to order of business. Roll call, please. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Zagorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Falkir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. 12 yes. And a motion passes. Any communications? None. Seen any minutes? Yes. Three sets of minutes. May 18th, special meeting of the council. June 6th, uh, regular meeting of the council. June 6th, uh, mayor's briefing. Councilor McAuliffe. Motion of the minutes from the May 18th uh, Special City Council meeting, June 6th Mayor's Briefing, and June 6th uh, regular meeting of the City Council be approved this evening and placed on file. Motion made in second that the May 18th, 2023 Special Meeting, the June 6th regular Council meeting of 2023, and June 6th Mayor's Briefing of 2023 be approved this evening. On the motion. Self-explanatory. Thank you. Roll call. President Laflamme. Yes. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Zagorowski. Yes. McAuliffe. Yes. Brooks. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Falkir. Yes. Krampitz. Yes. Sobis. Yes. Cushane. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Pinia Costello. Yes. 12 yes. And the motion passes. I'd like to make a motion to allow a presentation which was postponed from last meeting uh, from Sergeant Ortiz representing SALT, Seniors and Law Enforcement together to present an award to the three award winners. Motion made and second that we allow the SALT awards to be accepted this evening. Roll call, please. President Laflamme. Yes. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Zagorowski. Yes. McAuliffe. Yes. Brooks. 
Yes. Lopez. Yes. Valkir. Yes. Krampitz. Yes. Dobis. Yes. Cushane. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Vinia Costello. Yes. And a motion passes. Sergeant Ortiz, you have the floor. Thank you. Good evening, Mayor View, City Councilors, and members of the community. I am Sergeant Eric Ortiz of the Chicopee Police Department, as well as member of the Chicopee Senior Center SALT Council. The SALT Council, which stands for Seniors and Law Enforcement Together, meets every other month at the Chicopee Senior Center to discuss ways in which we can bring safety, education, programming to the Senior Center. Member the, members of this council include members of the Chicopee Police Department, Chicopee Fire Department, Hamden County Sheriff's Department, City Council, School Committee, and members of the Senior Center. From fire safety talks with Captain Katie Colbrook to the Hamden County Sheriff's Department program on scams, the goals of this council is to provide resources and information to our seniors so they can keep safe in their homes and throughout the community. Each year, the SALT Council reaches out to the elementary schools throughout Chicopee and asks for participation in the annual SALT Safety Poster Contest, which consists of third, fourth, and fifth grade students from Chicopee schools to create a poster that addresses certain safety topics. This is voted on by the SALT Council. This year's topic was pedestrian and bicycle safety. This message of these contests are to raise awareness on certain topics that pertain to not just the senior, com senior community, but all community members. Tonight, we are here to congratulate the winners of this year's poster contest. These three students showed ex exemplary work in their posters and were able to get the message of the topics across accurately and artistically. Before we call the winners up to be honored and awarded, their prizes that were generously donated by the Friends of the Chicopee Senior Council, I would like to say thank you to their teacher, Doreen Crescone of the Stryber Elementary School. Doreen has, has had her students participate in this poster contest every year without hesitation. She chose enthusiasm and is able to get her students to show their artistic abilities while able to send an important message through their work. I would like to also thank all the other students who participated in this contest. You all did a wonderful job and we look forward to your work, artwork again next year. At this time, I would like to call the winners up one by one to receive their prizes and to shake their hands along with City Council. On behalf of uh, Aubrey Shadham, a third grade student, her teacher, Doreen, will accept her award. Next, from fourth grade, is Isabel Ulbricht.
Lastly, fifth grade student, Sydney Irish. Again, thank you to all students who participated and City Council for your time. I appreciate it. On, be on behalf of all our City Councils on Zooms, I'm sure they would like to congratulate you too. So congratulate you from all our participants on Zoom. Motion return to the regular order of business. Motion made a second to return to the regular order of business. Roll call, please. President Laflamme. Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes, yes. Ligorowski? Yes. McCulloch? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Krampich? Yes. Dobas? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. 13, yes. And a motion passes. Mayor's orders, please. Order that the sum of $10,915,104.42 being hereby appropriate to the following named account. Stabilization fund for educational purposes. Set amounts to be taken from the available funds and the following named accounts. School prior year salaries, $3,864,450.38. School prior year expenses, $7,050,654.04 for a total of $10,915,104.42. Contra DeWise. Uh, motion that the mayor's order is received and passed through all stages in the written recommendation of the mayor. Motion made and seconded that the order that the order be received and passed through all stages on a written recommendation of the mayor. On the motion, please. Uh, on the motion, it's uh, my understanding that the school department can only hold so much money over the uh, fiscal year, so uh, this will temporarily move the money to a stabilization fund, uh, which the uh, uh, will need council approval to take out of uh, down the line, but it's just closing out the fiscal year. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Roll call. President Laflamme. Yes. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. I'm fine with that. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. McCullough. Yes. Brooks. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Valkyr. Yes. Krampitz. Yes. Dovis. Yes. Cushane. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Pinia Costello. Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. Or that the sum of $9 million being hereby appropriate to the following named account stabilization fund. Said amounts be taken from the available funds in the undesignated fund balance free cash account. Contra McAuliffe. Motion that the mayor's order be received and passed through all stages on his written recommendation. Motion made and second that the motion be received and passed through all stages on a written recommendation of the mayor. On the motion, please. Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, we're going to see several orders like this moving uh, funds around in preparation for the end of the fiscal year. Thank you. Any comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Falkir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Sobis? Yes. Duchesne? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pena Costello? Yes. 13, yes. And the motion passes. Order that the sum of $34,000 being hereby appropriate to the following named city hall maintenance expense accounts. 
Special services, 10,000, light and power, 15,000, gas, 6,000, water, 3,000 for a total of $34,000. Said amounts be taken from the available funds in the following name, City Hall maintenance salary accounts. Director of facilities, 10,000, clerk, 24,000 for a total of $34,000. Councilor Costello. Thank you. Motion that the mayor's order be received and passed through all the stages on the written recommendation of the mayor. Motion made and second that the motion be received and passed through all stages on the written recommendation of the mayor. On the motion, please. Yes, this is a request from Dave Rice, the facilities director. It's to uh, transfer funds, and these funds are needed to cover the expenses for the remainder of the FYI 2023. Thank you. Any comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflam. Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Borowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dovis? Yes. Duchesne? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. 13, yes. And a motion passes. Or that the sum of $17,000 be hereby appropriate to the following named account, golf expense account for water. Said amounts be taken from the available funds in the <laughs> undesignated fund balance free cash account. Councilor Krampitz. Motion that the mayor's order be received and passed through all stages on the written recommendation of the mayor. Motion made and second that the motion be received and passed through all stages on the written recommendation of the mayor. On the motion, please. Uh, yes, because uh, this uh, spring and going into uh, summer has been uh, uh, rather dry. Uh, we're doing more watering of the golf course, uh, so that has exceeded their budget, so they need this uh, 17000 to uh, close that gap. Thank you. Any comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Borowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Dovis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Finneac Costello? Yes. 13, yes. And a motion passes. Or that the sum of $13,479.95 be hereby appropriate to the following named account, DBW Park Special Account for Purchase of Equipment. Set amounts be taken from the available funds in the following named DPW Park Salary Accounts. Grounds Maintenance Craftsman, $10,000. DPW Laborer, $3,479.95 for a total of $13,479.95. Councilor Roy. Yeah, motion that the mayor's order be received and passed through all stages on the written recommendation of the mayor. Motion made and second that the motion be received and passed through all stages on a written recommendation of the mayor. On the motion, please. On the motion, the Parks Department is likely to add, or trying to add a second Ferris stand on blower to aid in park cleanup efforts. Uh, this piece of equipment is versatile and provides a more powerful and efficient approach to cleaning the parks. Their current equipment is being phased out by its manufacturer, which has led to the department looking at modern standalone options for the grass mowers and the leaf blowers. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dovis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pena Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. Order that the sum of $8,773.59 be hereby appropriate to the following named account, DBW Park Salary Account for Purchase of Equipment. Set amounts be taken from the available funds in the following name DPW Park Salary Account. 
MEO laborer, $8,773.59. Councilor Brie. Motion that the order be received and passed through all stages on the written recommendation of the mayor. Motion made and second that the motion be received and passed through all stages on the written recommendation of the mayor. On the motion, please. Uh, this is a request to replace an aging riding mower uh, that cuts our city parks and cemeteries. The old mower was purchased in 2003 and has uh, lived its uh, useful life. Thank you. Any comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Degorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yeah. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Falkir? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Sobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Finia Costello? Yes. 13, yes. And a motion passes. Order that the sum of $12,000 be in hereby appropriate to the following named account. Auditing special account for liability insurance. Set amounts be taken from the available funds in the undesignated fund balance free cash account. Councilor Tillotson. Motion that the mayor's order be received and passed through all stages upon a written recommendation of the mayor. Motion made and seconded that the motion be received and passed through all stages on a written recommendation of the mayor. On the motion, please. On the motion, uh, this is for special account for liability insurance at, at, and uh, this is properly, properly done. Uh, the audit needs to be done, and it is being done, and hopefully everything is fine. Thank you. Any comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Degorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Falkir? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Sobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Finia Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And the motion passes. Order that the City Council accept the donations in the amount of $5,961 to the Chicopee Council on Aging for Senior Meals for the month of May 2023. Said donations are accepted in accordance with Mass General Law Chapter 44, Section 53A. Motion that made and seconded that the motion be received and passed through all stages on the written recommendation of the mayor. On the motion. Councilman Balker. Uh, on the motion, um, in the uh, month of May, the uh, Chicopee Council and agent received donations from daily meals, seniors in the amount of $5,961, and this is a standard request. Thank you. Any other comments from any other councilman? Please call the roll. Mr. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Vice Thanks. Chairman, I'm Go sorry. Um, I, I think this might, I'm looking at the attorney. I don't think that that's satisfied. I think Balakir needed to make the motion and you needed to second it because you're the acting chair right now. I did second. I said motion made and seconded. There's no motion. But no, no motion was made. So oh, you can't make the motion. You can only second the motion. On the motion. No, no, he needs to just actually no. make the motion. I'll make the motion. Motion that the mayor's order be received and passed through all stages. On a written recommendation from the mayor and that the donation be accepted this evening. Any other comments from the floor? You need to that, second it now. If you can, Bob, just second that. I'll second it. Okay. Okay, this is, again, uh, this is um, from the month of May. The uh, Chicopee Council and agent received donations from daily meals. <laughs> From seniors, the amount of $5,961, and this is a standard uh, request. Thank you. Anybody on Zoom? 
Please call the roll. President Laflamme. Abstain. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Yes. Gorowski. Yes. McAuliffe. Yes. Brooks. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Falkir. Yes. Crampets. Yes. Sobis. Yes. Cushane. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Piniac Costello. Yes. 12 yes, one abstention. And the motion passes. We have a favorable report from the Zoning Committee for an application for a home occupation license at 45 Marion Street for the purpose of doing business the capacity of growing microgreens in the vicinity to sell at farmer's market. Councilor Ballack here. Yeah, motion that the uh, application for the home occupation license be received and approved this evening with conditions. Motion made and seconded that the zoning committee report be received and approved with restrictions this evening. On the motion. Yes, on the motion. Um, this is an application for home occupation license at 45 Marion Street for the purpose of doing business in the capacity of growing microgreens in the vicinity to sell at farmers markets. Uh, so this was brought up in our meeting and um, we approved the motion with the condition that uh, there's a satisfactory inspection of this unit from the health building and fire department of the unit. And uh, the applicant uh, said that um, I believe he was gonna do this in his house so therefore, we put the conditions on uh, in order for uh, safety. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Nagorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Falkir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Sobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. We have a favorable report from the Zoning Committee for an application for home occupation license at 413 East Main Street for the purpose of doing dog grooming. Contra here. A motion that the application for the home occupation license be received and approved this evening with conditions. Motion made in second that the Zoning Committee report for a home occupancy license be approved this evening with restrictions. On the motion, please. Uh, this is an application for a home occupation license at 413 East Main Street for the purpose of doing dog grooming. So uh, we had a meeting recently, and um, again, we put the following conditions uh, that building fire and health departments inspect the premises and approve the um, operation of the business uh, of dog grooming. The applicant came before us and had experience, uh, but again, uh, we put this condition, the conditions on in order to um, safeguard the, both the applicant and the city. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor, Councilor Krampitz? Uh, yes, this is in uh, my ward. I had not received any uh, uh, calls about it, and during the uh, zoning subcommittee meeting, uh, the applicant said that she actually did go and speak to her uh, neighbors and abutters and explain to them uh, what she was going to be doing. So uh, they were actually the only ones there uh, in the audience uh, for this item. So, and there are safeguards for it. And should it end up being a problem, we can always you know call them back in. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none. Roll call. President Laflamme. Yes. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Yes. Tigorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Alkir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Sobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Finia Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. We have a favorable report from the Zoning Committee for a motion to withdraw 
for an application for a home occupation license at 13 Mary, Mary Street for the purpose of a home bakery. Contraballot here. Uh, motion to withdraw the application by the applicant. Motion made and second that the zoning committee report be received and the home occupancy be allowed to withdraw. On the motion. Uh, on the motion, um, this was a situation whereby uh, the landlord uh, did not approve the uh, home occupation license at 13 Marion Street for the purpose of doing a home-based bakery. And I'd just like to read into the record the, uh, what was stated uh, regarding the withdrawal. Uh, to, this is dated Wednesday, May 31st, 2023, to whom it may concern. My name is Morgan Gillian, and I recently got a letter in the mail about my home occupancy license meeting date. Unfortunately, my landlord has withdrawn his permission for me to do the bakery in the apartment, so I'd like to withdraw my application. Thank you so much for your time. Sincerely, Morgan Gillian. Thank you. Thank you. Any comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President LaFlamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Sobis? Yes. Duchesne? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pena Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And the motion passes. We have a favorable report from the Zoning Committee, be it ordained by the City Council that the Code of the City of Chicopee for the year 1991 as amended, being hereby further amended as follows. Delete Chapter 275-66A in its entirety, and in certain place thereof, 275-66A Burnett Road. Contra Balakir. Well, a motion that the uh, Zoning uh, Committee report be received and be referred to the Ordinance Committee for a public hearing. Motion made and second that the Zoning Committee report be received and referred to the Ordinance Committee for a public hearing. On the motion. Uh, on the motion, um, recently we had a, an, an interesting zoning meeting and um, we had a, a split decision vote uh, regarding this proposal. And um, this is going to be referred to the Ordinance Committee for a public hearing. And then in turn, this is gonna be going back to the Zoning Committee for a vote. So this is, uh, this is the path uh, we're going to take on this one. Thank you. Okay. Dumas. Thank you. I look forward to um, discussing this in ordinance with my colleagues. Uh, I was uh, disappointed that it was defeated in zoning. Uh, this language allows uh, for the city council to, uh, and, and Burnett Road residents as well, to uh, kind of work with uh, developers on Burnett Road. Uh, and this language had allowed us to work with the, the uh, developers of the Tesla dealership to actually uh, make that development smaller and safer for Burnett Road. Uh, so if we defeat this ordinance, uh, it's, it's really going to hurt Burnett Road residents quite a bit. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's really unfortunate. I think it's going to hurt the incoming uh, Ward 6 City Councilor, which uh, seems like it's going to be Sam Shumsky. He's running unopposed right now, and he was concerned uh, that this was uh, voted on uh, unfavorably. So uh, I hope my colleagues uh, reconsider. Uh, I expect the, the council to defeat this in ordinance, and I think that's disappointing. So I'm encouraging, excuse me, I'm encouraging Ward 6 residents to uh, attend the ordinance committee when it's set. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's disappointing. This language, uh, it, it only affects a couple of parcels on Burnett Road. Uh, it, it, it's not blocking development, but it's allowing Burnett Road to have more of a say in what goes on there. Uh, the, the city planner, Lee Pouliot, admitted that Burnett Road is planned like a highway. 
which is very dangerous and concerning. And the city's done essentially nothing uh, to control traffic in this area. Uh, the city planner has said that there are some ways to slow the traffic that he's looking at. Uh, I look forward to that. Uh, I probably won't be counselor when some of that happens, uh, but I believe this language should stay in place at least until the city makes those uh, changes. So I hope the council uh, reconsiders uh, for, the, uh, for the residents and for the, uh, the incoming city councilor. Thank you. Councilor Costello. Thank you, uh, President Laflamme. I happen to agree uh, wholeheartedly with uh, Councilor Dobas. Um, this is a unique area in the city of Chicopee. Um, it's, a, it's a crossroads in regards to highways. You've got the Turnpike, you've got uh, 291. You have a lot of development in that particular area. And then as you slowly move out of there, there are residential homes, schools, parks. So this is something that we have to look at. Even though it's 24 years old, we have to look at it because we do have to fix Burnett Road in regards to putting on the, uh, what they said at the meeting, a diet, have a, uh, a narrower street possibly as they try to work and redesign Burnett Road. But we really have an obligation here for the residents. They live there. And I believe that last year, Jerry Roy said in one of their proposals in regards to a new development uh, on the truck stop, he said, would you want to live there? So um, that's what I'm saying at this point. We have to listen to the residents and take their concerns very seriously. Thank you. Thank you. Councilor Lopez. Thank you. And just for the record, I want to read off um, what the votes were. Um, so for favorable to approve the proposal, the proposed um, language here, it was myself, uh, Councilor Delmarina Lopez, Councilor Bill Cushane, and Councilor uh, Mary Beth Pinyak Costello. And unfavorably, it was Councilor George Balakir, Councilor Bob Zagrowski, and Councilor Gary Libri. Um, at that meeting, Councilor Dobas was president, but he is not a part of that committee, so he could not vote. Um, and I just want to be clear on that because as we speak um, today, it, it was absolutely. Um, something that myself, Councilor Pinacosello, and Councilor Cushane supported. Uh, we agree that this is something that only affects a few parcels, so I hope that the rest of the council um, agrees with A, the counselor for that ward, um, who would know the best of the pulse of that ward because it's his count, his ward, um, but also the fact that this only affects a couple of parcels. Why would we not, in the interest of what's best for the residents, uh, keep this in place until the, the road issues are addressed. Um, it's not, we are thinking, it, it was not a good enough answer for me to hear from the city planner that they are going to address the road issues because in the meantime, while the road issues are being addressed, this would then be in limbo essentially. And we would be, folks would be able to come in and do whatever they want with the land without having any oversight while the road is still not taken care of. So I am strongly opposing us not approving this. Um, and myself and Councilor Penny Costello and Councilor Cushane all spoke about how strongly we oppose us not approving this. Thank you. Thank you. Concha Balak here. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, I was at that meeting as well, and I, I, I chair that committee. And we did have an interesting conversation, but again, this is going to be going to the ordinance committee for a public hearing, and then it's coming back to zoning for a vote. So even though there was a vote initially taken at that meeting, there's still going to be another bite of the apple, so to speak, with this one. So 
this still is not finished. And uh, again, I want to clear the air for that, that it, this is still going to be going back to ordinance for public hearing, and it's still going to be kicked back to zoning. So it's still going to be going back and forth. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflamme. Yes. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Oh. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. McAuliffe. Yeah. Brooks. Yes. Lopez. No. Valkyr. Yes. Crampets. Yes. Dobis. Uh, no. Cushane. No. Labrie. Yes. Vinnie Costello. No. Four no. Uh, five no. I had four no. I had no. Tillotson. Go ahead. How many? Years? I had four no. It was five Tillotson, myself, Councillor Dobas, Pena Costello, yep. Councillor Gushane. Five. Got it. Yep. So eight yes, five no. And the motion passes. Okay. Point okay. of information. I don't know how you get eight. eight uh, Eight and five. Eight plus five is 13. Equals 13 counselors. Okay. Okay. All right. I got it. We have a favorable report from the zoning committee for... Okay. We have a favorable report from the zoning committee. Be it ordained by the city council that the code of the city of Chicopee for the year 1991 as amended, being hereby further amended as follows. Delete chapter 275-41, home occupation, 275-52B11, 275-53B12, 275-54B1I, and insert section 188-22, home occupation licenses. Concha Balak here. Motion that the uh, zoning committee report be received and before to the ordinance committee for a public hearing. Motion made and second that zoning committee report be received and referred to the ordinance committee for a public hearing. On the motion. Uh, on the motion, uh, it's, it's time to address this issue. Uh, it has been determined studying this and also going back with uh, council. It's time to address this issue. It's more of a license item than zoning, and the proposal is to take it from Chapter 275 zoning and put it into license Chapter 188, and this is going to go back to ordinance for consideration before it actually comes back to us again, similarly as the previous uh, agenda item. Thank you. Thank you. Any comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? No. Zagorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pena Costello? Yes. 12 yes, 1 no. And the motion passes. We have a favorable report from the Zoning Committee, be it ordained by the City Council that the Code of the City of Chicopee for the year 1991 as amended, being hereby further amended as follows. Chapter 275-9, add to the end, section 275-9F. Contra Ballot here. Motion uh, to accept and amend the Zoning Subcommittee report and refer to the Ordinance Committee for a public hearing. Motion made and seconded that the 
Zoning Committee report be received and referred to the Ordinance Committee for a public hearing. On the motion, please. Um, on the motion, uh, we had a discussion regarding the expiration of the time period of the special permit regarding the mill conversion and commercial center overlay district. Uh, the original proposal had a time lapse of three years. We again had uh, some spirited discussion uh, at our zoning subcommittee meeting and some of the counselors felt that one year would be better. Uh, however, due to complexity, complexity excuse me, of the typical mill conversion and commercial center overlay process, um, a range of one to three years has been proposed with city council <coughs> oversight. And this was um, put into the language of the regulation. Uh, and again, uh, this will have to go back to ordinance and come back to zoning for a final vote. However, tonight, we're gonna have to take two votes. Uh, the first vote is going to re be regarding um, amending the uh, report language. And uh, the second is uh, to refer to the ordinance committee for a public hearing, Mr. President. Okay, Councilor uh, Cushing. Yes, I want to just mention about how we got to this vote because I think it's something that's kind of lost uh, in the administration to the council um, because a lot of times, you know, there's no flexibility, there's no dialogue. So Director Pouillon had a very good reason for bringing this ordinance to or the order to us, um, looking to make sure we attracted the best and, you know, the biggest employers. Things, a lot of things that deal with funding can take five years often to get enough funding in place. The projects are big, different and funding sources and credits and whatnot. So I understood what he was getting at as far as the three years, but on a constituent side, we can, as counselors, we understand that a project that's good today that in that neighborhood may look different in three years. It may not fit, and I would say the uh, WMDC's issue was okay 15 years ago, but it's not okay now. We learned our lesson. Um, so, but because we had the dialogue and the collaboration, uh, Council Lopez had voted no originally, and I started asking Director Puglia, you know, some questions and trying to find that middle ground. What can we do to get what you want and what we want? And it's a very complex situation with the different uh, parameters, but having started that dialogue with what, how do we find that middle ground and have a discussion, Council Lopez actually came up with the solution, but had we not had the initial conversation of trying to find that middle ground, she probably would not have been spurred to, hey, I got your idea is good, let's make it better. Um, so that's something I think is lost between the council administration and maybe department heads of council administration and employees too. We gotta listen to our employees because one, one good idea will bring upon a better idea most times, if not all the time. So it's something that hasn't happened a lot with this council and the administration it hasn't happened at all as far as I'm concerned with the administration in this council. Um, and it certainly is probably lacking out there as a whole uh, when you have some department heads who don't want to hear anybody else, but Lee was more than happy to discuss with us and find that middle ground because he's doing his job in protecting the city. Uh, we have to do our job and protect the constituents. So I want to thank Director Pouillard for, you know, being spirited with that conversation and mm -hmm. helping us find that middle ground. And then the other counselors who chimed in and, you know, we started the ball rolling and we came to where we are today, something that works for the people and something that works for the city. Councilor Lopez. Thank you. Yeah, I want to thank uh, uh, Director Puglia and Councillor Cushane. I had some very serious concerns. Um, I believe it's serious. Anytime it's resident input, I think it's a serious concern. And I, I believe that the original um, order as it stood was actually going to 
to go against allowing residents to have input. Um, and to me, that's very worrisome. And so I thank uh, Director Puglia for working with us. I know that Councillor Cushane was really trying to find a solution and I was still unhappy with the solution and we talked back and forth and um, I used his idea and sprung from it and came up with a better idea. And so we all agreed at the end of the day, but I w would have been voting no had we not come to that conclusion. So I agree, it is important for us to communicate and have more dialogue and rather than be defensive, try to understand that we all have an interest and I understand that the administration and uh, city planners uh, his his agenda, right, like what's of interest to him is making sure that we do what's best for the city. But as a counselor, I take my job very seriously and, and um, resident concern is of utmost importance to me. And I thank Councillor Cushane for understanding that hearing me and wanting to work together. Uh, I think it was a very fruitful discussion and we all came to a, a good conclusion. So in today's civics lesson, let's make sure we all talk to each other. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Councillor Costello. I believe... Um the planning director wanted three years in regards to um, his request. And uh, we had it existing at one year. And we discussed that there are many changes that happen during a period of time uh, in regards to granting the, uh, the special conditions. And uh, I believe uh, during public input uh, that was addressed by many residents in regards to certain developments that things had changed and that we have to be aware of the change. So three years was basically too long and we felt that one year may be too short. So the compromise was the two years so that the residents would be addressed. And Was it two years? One yeah. to three years. One to three, three years. It was yes. One to three. The, the compromise is that we get to decide whether right. it's one to three years. Okay. And so basically it was a compromise and I thought it was a good idea by uh, Councillor Crochane to discuss compromises um, because we had just gone through a long dialogue in regards to changes that occur in different developments. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Councillor Ballack here. Yes, yeah, thank you. Uh, again, I want to emphasize that this is regarding the mill conversion commercial center overlay district projects. And these projects are usually the most complex that we have in the city. And for example, uh, one that we were discussing in the meeting, if my memory serves me correctly, was the conversion of the old Belcher School. And that took a long time to get uh, credits, financing. Uh, so that's why Originally, three years was used, but again, we had to compromise one to three years. Again, with the input that the city council can review these and get involved with them. So again, for the public, I just want to emphasize that these are usually applied to the most complex developments that we have in the city. So uh, therefore, they take more time. There, there, there's a lot of a lot of pieces of puzzle to have that mosaic masterpiece finished. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments? Councillor Cushane, second time. Just so Director Pugliat's uh, reasoning isn't lost in all this. So 
if I'm a major corporation and I know I got to renew this permit and go through this process every year for three to five years, I'm probably going to say no and go somewhere else. And that was his whole reasoning for bringing this here, so that we don't lose a potential major investor. Um, so, again, kudos to Director Pouillat for thinking of the city's best interest and in trying to grab these big dollar uh, projects that will bring a lot of revenue to the city, much needed revenue. Um, so, just that was the whole point of this thing, and that's why we ended up where we were, so we have some control. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President LaFlamme. Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. McCulloch? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Falkir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Sobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Finiac Costello? Yes. 13, yes. And the motion passes. We have a favorable report from the Education Committee for that the Education Committee meet to discuss budget and traffic pedestrian safety. Councilor Costello. Motion that the order be received and uh, discussed this evening. Motion made and second that the order be received and discussed this evening. Do you want to place it on file after? And place Permit. it on file. And then Mr. Place Mr. President, I'm sorry. Uh, Councilor Balk here said he needed two votes for item number 14. Uh, we only voted on the, oh, uh, we, we on the language. Didn't refer to you. Okay. Sure. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. I think, right. So I'm sorry, uh, Mr. President, if I can get back. So the two votes, one of them was the vote to amend the zoning uh, committee report language. And the second one was to refer to the ordinance committee for a public hearing. Okay, I make a motion for the first one and I'll sure. second it. Sure, I'll, I'll make motion a motion to amend, uh, to amend the uh, zoning committee report language that motion. reference the period oh. of time from uh, originally three years to one to three year period of time. Motion made second that the uh, amendment be re received and approved this evening on the motion. Uh, on the motion, uh, again, <clears throat> we changed the language from three years to one to three years. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Roll call. President LaFlamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Falkir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Sobis? Yes. Shane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinet Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And the motion passes for item, uh, the amendment to the report. So now as amended, motion. Okay, now the, now the second motion is a motion to refer uh, this item to the ordinance committee for a public hearing. Motion made in second that the ordinance uh, zoning committee report be received and this order be received and referred to the ordinance committee for a public hearing on the motion. Uh, on the motion, because we are uh, adjusting uh, this particular statute, uh, this has to go before the ordinance, uh, before it gets, goes back to our committee. Thank you. Thank you. Any comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Roll call. President LaFlamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Pez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Sobis, yes. Cushane, yes. Labrie, yes. Pinac Costello, yes. 13 yes. Okay, back to education. I'll read this again. Favorable report from the Education Committee be in order that the Education Committee meet to discuss budget, traffic, and pedestrian safety. Councilor Costello. Motion that the committee report be discussed this evening and then placed on file. Motion made and seconded that the Education Committee report be received and 
discussed this evening and placed on file. On a motion. Yes, we had a education committee meeting um, to discuss the budget and uh, traffic concerns in regarding to the schools. And it was a productive meeting. Um, and I want to thank all the counselors, the school committee representative, and the union representative that attended. Thank you. Thank you. Any comments from the floor? Councilor Dobach. Thank Councilor Costello for bringing uh, some attention to this. Uh, it's, uh, uh, it's an asset to have somebody who served on the school committee on the uh, city council to, uh, to work with them on some of these issues. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Gorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Dobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pena Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. We have a favorable report from the Rules Committee. Be it ordered that the City Council accept the final report completed by the Charter Review Committee and forward the same to the Rules Committee for review and formulation of recommendations to the City Council for discussion and formal adoption. Councilor Zygorowski. A motion made and seconded that the Rules Committee report be approved and as requested by Councilor Laflamme. Motion made and seconded that the order be received and approved this evening. On the motion. On the motion. Uh, there was some heavy discussions. This is about the Charter Commission. Uh, after reviewing some of the paperwork that we had forwarded to us by our president, uh, there was a motion made that the Rules Committee meet with the Charter Review Commission and the Law Department to discuss Charter Review to the call of the chair. That was the best alternative that we could have at that point. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Nagorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Valkyr? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Sobis? Yes. Bouchain? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Vinia Costello? Yes. 13 yes. The motion passes. We have a favorable report from the Rules Committee, be it order that the Rules Committee meet to discuss training for new counselors. Councilor Zygorowski. Motion made and seconded that the uh, Rules Committee report be approved as submitted by Councilor Pignac Costello. Motion made and seconded that the Rules Committee report be received and approved this evening. On, on the motion. On the motion. This is another one that the, the Rules Committee had a discussion with the uh, maker on this and the motion to amend to read it be ordered that the Rules Committee meet to discuss training for new counselors. And I would uh, like to send this back to- Councilor Costello. Thank you. As a, as a new counselor, I felt that um, it would be beneficial to have some sort of training sessions. And Councilor Laflamme has been a good, a good guide in regards to um, training. But he can even use those skills more if we put it on as rules. Mr. Pease um, developed for the school committee a training guide for them when they came on as new members. And that's a big help to help new members in regards to something that's new to them mm -hmm. and they want to do a good job. And again, my, uh, my thanks to uh, Mr. Pease for his involvement in training uh, with the school committee and for uh, President Laflamme for his hard work in training new people. But now we can formalize this. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Um, if, if I could, I'd like to speak on it. 
Can I? Motion to allow the president to speak. Roll call, please. <clears throat> president Laflamme. Yes. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. McAuliffe. Yes. Brooks. Yes. Lopez. Sure. Valkyr. Yes. Krampitz. Yes. Dobis. Yes. Shane. Yeah. Abri. Yes. Vinay Costello. Yes. Thank you. Uh, first, I want to thank Councilor Costello for bringing this forward. Um, I am going to be working with uh, with our attorney um, and uh, Mike Peace to develop this uh, new form. Um, and if anybody has any, when we get it out, we'll get it out. If anybody want to adapt it to anything else or add something, just let us know. But we will be putting working on this in the near future. Thank you. Thank you. Any other counselors? Anybody on Zoom? Anybody on Zoom seeing none? Roll call. President Laflamme. Yes. Boy. Yes. Tillotson. Yes. Grouse. Yes. McAuliffe. Yes. Brooks. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Valkyr. Yes. Krampitz. Yes. Dobis. Yes. Cushane. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Finney and Costello. Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. We have a favorable report from the Rules Committee. Be it ordered that the rules and orders, rules and orders of the City Council be amended as follows. Delete Rule 12D and in certain place thereof, D, the President shall open the meeting to public input. Public input should be limited to three minutes. No person shall be allowed to yield time to another person during public input. The individual should give their name address prior to speaking. At the time, at any time, a person not present at the close of public input makes a request to address the Council. He or she would require two-thirds majority roll call vote of the Council before being allowed to proceed. Councilor Zagorowski. Motion made and seconded that the uh, rules and orders be approved this evening. Motion made and seconded that the rules and order, rules committee report be received and approved this evening. On the motion. Uh, the, the rules committee met on this one. We made a motion to approve it. And you have the writing in front of you. I have nothing else to say unless the maker of this order, Councilor Laflamme, has something to say. No, if, if anybody has any questions. Any questions from the floor? Any questions from Zoom? Anybody on Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Borowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Falkir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Sobis? No. Bouchain? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Vinny Costello? Yes. 12 yes, 1 no. And a motion passes. Okay, we have a again, a, again, a tie committee report, which is a favorable committee report. We have a favorable committee report from the rules committee. Be it order that the rules committee meet to discuss adding a rule to the rules and orders of the city council meetings regarding appointments to boards and commissions. For new appointments, the candidate will be referred to the human resource committee, and reappointments will be voted upon by the council without having to appear before the Human Resource Committee. Councilor Zigorowski. A motion made and seconded that the Rules Committee be denied as requested by the, the report. Well, it's actually a favorable committee report. A tie is a favorable, so just make your motion if you want to defeat it or if you want to approve it. Ties were not. Uh, it was a, we had tied on this when we voted on it, so it, I think we should, uh, the motion we made is to strike the words, if necessary, from City Council Rule 38. Uh, saying that, I would say we make a motion to approve. Motion made and second that the 
committee be re received, report be received, and approved this evening. On, on the insert in place of their item number D. On the motion. On the motion, well, there was some discussion about this from uh, all of four of us that were at that meeting and it became a uh, two in favor, two against. So we, we agreed to the motion to strike the words if necessary from City Council Rule 38. Thank you. Council Labrie. Yeah, on that uh, meeting and, uh, and that night, uh, we were discussing uh, about bringing in, uh, you know, uh, people that have served on commissions for a number of years and it was a little awkward. Uh, but I, from what I gather here, uh, when we strike that, uh, we, we were talking about putting if necessary, and uh, it was struck down uh, two to two from what I uh, get. So uh, um, I'll go with the will of the board on that one. But I was the one that said, you know, bringing in somebody that's been there for a number of years, uh, we were basically bringing them in to thank them. Um, and uh, putting it if necessary, we could always call somebody in, um, you know, when their appointment is up. Uh, and they get reappointed if we want to add something to their the description or uh, tell them that, that they're not doing a good job or that they should do this or do that. But um, every time we bring somebody in that's been there a number of years, you know, it's not an attitude we get, but it's a, you know, what am I doing here? It's like, it's just a little awkward. But we voted two to two, so uh, uh, I think that means defeated um, on that. A tie no, committee time. report is comes out as a favorable committee report. So and he, he made a motion to approve. His motion was to approve this language. Okay. Okay. So if you don't agree right. with it, vote against it. Right. If you do okay. agree okay. with it, okay. vote for it. Councilor Zigarowski. I'd like to refer this to uh, the councilor that submitted this order, Pena Costello, and hear her comments on this. Well, this is. Okay. Um, help. I'm Go sorry. Councilor Costello. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, this is basically something that's been discussed in the past. And it's really up to the will of the board. If they want to, if they want to uh, bring new peop um, people in, to um, that have been on boards for a while, to um, introduce themselves to new counselors, that's fine. Um, this is something that um, has been discussed before. So I just wanted to um, put it down in regards to what the rules committee wants to do. Um, so that we can have a public dialogue tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Councilor Cushane is next, and then Councilor Lopez. The chair to the attorney. So in zoning, we had a tie, which went to the defeat because there wasn't a majority to make it pass. But now we have a tie, and it goes to the favorable, which contradicts what we just did in zoning. So what's the legal ruling on a tie? Is it defeated or is it approved? <laughs> My recollection is that the... Um, that the motion was defeated, but, but the rule says if necessary. So the, and you're changing it to re requirement. So a, a vote, a yes vote, a motion to approve this would be changing rule 38. I guess my question is how is it a favorable report when it was defeated? It should be an unfavorable report. Because? You defeated on a tie. Um, at all. No, this is this is correct. I'm just trying to okay. <laughs> figure out because it contradicts because it was confusing at the time of the meeting, and I had asked Dan Garvey about it. Um, 
I know Councillor Labrie had made a motion. Honestly, I'm not clear, but I know that this is what came out of it. In other words, I'm not clear, to be honest with you. But I know this is accurate and this is correct. So we'll make a friendly motion to table it until we have cleared, so we do the right thing the first time around. Motion to table. You know better. Motion to table. It just contradicts what we just did, so, we'll so it can't be both ways. I can. I think I've got it. I can take one more chance. Sure. Take one more shot at it. Okay. Hold it. Okay. Thank you. So Council Labrie had asked to defeat this, but it was a two-two vote, so he couldn't defeat it. So it remained the way it was, okay. which is a favorable vote. Yep. That's there what you it go. was. Okay. Thank All you. Thank you for clarifying that, <laughs> Council Lopez. Yeah, so I do think it's important for us to um, send everyone to the Human Resources Committee, whether it's a new appointment or a reappointment, uh, particularly as we move through uh, having new counselors, not just this term, but it looks like we may have some new counselors the next term. Um, folks, you know, may have already served on a committee before, but I, th I think we've been pretty clear on our stance that we do want folks to be able to have an opportunity to meet new folks. Um, and so I... I Regardless of how we vote on this, um, I would like some clarity on exactly how we're voting on it so that I know which side I'm actually supporting because there seems to be some discussion about that. Um, but I absolutely support the side that sends folks to Human Resources Committee, whether it's a reappointment or a new appointment, because some of the counselors are new counselors and were not counselors when the person was originally appointed. And even if it just becomes a conversation of thanking them for their for their time as they get reappointed, um, I think folks should be thanked in that way too. So it's a, a double win. The new counselors get to meet them and they get to be thanked for their time. Uh, it's it's one meeting. It's not like we're asking folks to, to be here for hours and hours and hours. It's it's a one-time meeting, um, and they've already proven that they do want to be on, on these committees by wanting to be reappointed. So I, I don't think it's too much of an ask to ask them to come before the, the Human Resources Committee. Thank you. Councilor Zygorowski. Yeah, I, I'd like Second to time. What is it? Second time. Okay, second and last. I just make a motion to table it for now and for further discussion. We can't do that. Yeah, you can. You can make a motion made. In, we have a do. A, we can. Yeah. If there's no, if there's no motion, is there a motion on the floor? A motion now. You can. You can make a motion for anything you want. Yeah. Motion made in second that we table this item, okay. item number 19. Roll call. President Laflamme. No. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Yes. Zigorowski. Yes. McAuliffe. No. Brooks. Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Is it, uh, Krampitz? Yes. Dobis? No. Cushane? No. Labrie? Yes. Vinia Costello? Yes. There's nothing on the table anymore. We got a clarification. Nine yes and yep. four no. Motion table. Motion's table and then approve this item. Okay. We have a favorable report from the Rules Committee. Be in order that the rules and orders of the City Council meetings shall be amended as follows. In certain place thereof, regular meetings of the City Council shall be held on the first and third Tuesday, of the e Tuesday evening of each month, except for the months of July and August, when a single regular meeting shall be held on the first Tuesday of such months. All meetings shall, con all meetings shall convene at 6.30 p.m., followed by Pledge of Allegiance, if any such regular meetings shall fall on a legal holiday. Elections such as such meetings shall be held on the succeeding Thursday evening. Councilor Zigorowski. 
Uh, motion made and seconded that the uh, rules and orders be uh, passed this evening. Motion made and seconded that the Rules Committee report be received and approved this evening on the motion. Well, after further discussion, as you, as you notice on our report, it says motion to approve. We feel that this way, I think, uh, when uh, starting at 6.30 would have a better flow of our meetings without having an interruption, and that was the purpose of this. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Councilor Dovas. Uh, so from my understanding, if this is passed tonight, public input will be moved to before the mayor's briefing instead of after. Is that correct? They'll, once we merge, it'll be one public input, yes. Uh, okay, thank you. I'm, I'm opposed to that. Uh, I think, I mean, we only have three or four residents that regularly speak at public input. Uh, some of them like to speak, some of them learn for information from the mayor's briefing and then ask questions. Uh, some just want to address the city council and then go home. Uh, so I feel like this could potentially hurt public input. Uh, and there's, you know, really only three or four residents that regularly speak and then maybe some other residents that come and speak, you know, just when they have an issue uh, they're, that they're really passionate about. So uh, I'm, I'm opposed to this tonight. Uh, I think uh, people, you know, want to speak right before the city council meeting and, and uh, not necessarily before the mayor's briefing. Thank you. Thank you. Councilor Costello. Thank you, uh, President Laflamme. I agree with uh, Councilor Dobas. Um, I think that um, putting the public input first is not the way to go. Um, I think the way it's been going is effective. We have a good audience that comes in here, and uh, they listen to the... Uh, to the mayor's briefing. So I'm, uh, I'm supporting uh, what uh, Councillor Dobas said. Thank you. Councillor Lopez. Oh, thank you. I, I have spoken to a couple of residents about this, um, and all the residents that I spoke to were in opposition to this. Um, I'm also in opposition to this. We heard uh, this evening from Miss um, Bienvenue during public input, and she stated something along the lines of this is not the mayor's forum, this is the city council's forum. And I do believe that public input, particularly as it's given right before the city council meeting, is meant to be given to the city council. I think that it's important for folks to be able to hear the briefing component if they'd like to, opt not to hear it if they don't want to, and address the council specifically. Um, I think that it's, it, it, as it stands, it works. Um, and I, I do not agree with moving public input to before the briefing. I think it's it's best suited right before the council meeting. Um, and I do agree with the separation of powers that was discussed today during public input as well. Uh, this is the city council meeting. The mayor uh, gets a, a small portion at the beginning to be able to give a briefing. Um, that's in, in many ways a courtesy to a certain extent because this is a city council meeting. Um, and I do not agree with public input being uh, given before the mayor's courtesy briefing. Thank you. Thank you. Councilor Cushane's next. So is there not a way we can add public input before our meetings? I mean, so I, I get the gist of this is that we don't want to wait 30 minutes or 40 minutes for the council meeting to start after the mayor's briefing if there's not a lot of orders. <clears throat> At the same time, we don't want to say following the mayor's briefing because he'd go on for two hours if he wanted to. So it's a, there's a lot of parameters that this one little section actually entails. So I think maybe we could have discussed it a little more thorough as far as covering, you know, 
giving the mayor some time, but not freedom of all the time that he may want to ramble on for. And we never know who, you know, if I'm the mayor, you're going to be here for three hours, and she's here maybe four hours. But, you know, no, no, no. so sure. I understand that. But we, at the same time, I can understand we don't want to lose people because who's going to want to wait around a half an hour for the meeting to start? Um, so people's time is important. So I would uh, favorable motion to table it so that we can discuss it more and cover all the bases so that public input stays part of our, because it's our public input. Um, and the mayor, obviously, they can have his own public input for all that matters. Um, and then look at how we can word it so that we're not having that expen so you know, expanse of time between the meetings. So you're going to make it to send it back to rules for another? Right. Okay. For further discussion. Okay. Can we go? Well, I got other people that want to speak first. You got a second the motion. Are you motioning it to go back? Right. So well, here we, we didn't no, take we didn't take the roll so. call on the, on the motion. Order. We're asking her to order. correct. We can't have people in the audience speaking in that way. Right. right. I'm asking the counselor right. what motion he to wants send to it back do. To rules committee for a further discussion. Motion made in second that we send it to rules committee for a public hearing. Yes. For for read discussion. Roll call, please. President Laflamme. Yes. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Why are we doing roll call? Yes. Yes. call it. Yes. Brooks. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Falkir. Yes. Krampitz. Yes. Sobis. Yes. Duchesne. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Pinet Costello. Yes. 13 yes. In a motion, in a motion passes. We have a favorable report from the Rules Committee. Oh, hold on. There's more input on that. But we, you made a motion and we, so can we, can we continue with the people that want to talk? You but the motion's been cleared. Now yeah, motion to. should have gone to roll call because there were hands up. I know I have a list. That's why he, I was going on his motion. Yeah, that motion should have just been on the floor without a roll call. What's that? The motion, the motion was on the floor. It should have stayed on the floor without a roll call so that folks could continue well, to okay, give input. Okay, hold on. Let the clerk talk. A roll call was called for by your president, whether there were people waiting or not. That's why we called the roll. If you want to I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Excuse me. If you still want to talk about it. You need a motion from somebody to reconsider, and then it'll bring it back on the floor. Why don't you just? I mean, I'm all set, but I know that other okay, counselors. Got, I'm happy yes. to put one on the floor if other counselors okay. still want to speak we, on it. I'm, I'm all set. No, can I get uh, refer it to, to reopen it, please? Motion to reconsider. Motion made in second to reconsider. Roll call. President Flam. Yes. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Yeah. Zagorowski. Yes. McAuliffe. Yes. Brooks. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Falkir. Yes. Krampitz. Yes. Dobis. Yes. Cushane. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Pinia Costello. Yes. 13 yes. Thank you very much. Councilor McAuliffe. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I, I think that this whole concept of, you know, just trying to decide whether to move where public input it should be, um, it really should just be the preference of what the council wants to do. Um, for, in, for instance, the council is not required to even hold public input. Um, that's something that we, we choose to do, and, and rightfully so, but it's our choice to do it. So where we put it, certainly up to the council. Um, and with regards to the mayor's briefing, the mayor's briefing is not a real meeting. It is something that the mayor and another mayor have, have done, but there is no requirement that the mayor's briefing uh, that the mayor gives be held. Um, and, and for all intents and purposes, it's, it's not an official meeting. It may get posted uh, for notification purposes and to be within the open meeting because you have the, the uh, collection of counselors, um, but it, it is in no way, shape or form part of our ordinances, part of our rules, 
or part of our charter. So wherever we want to put it, um, but I agree it's uh, with the new changes that we've made, it has prolonged the meetings. Um, it's made them both not productive for certain members of the council, as well as members of the public who, quite frankly, have to sit around and wait around to get their point across. Um, so if we could do it sooner, I think it would be better for them, and it certainly would make us more productive. Thank you. Councilor you want to make that motion? No. The floor finishes other people that want to talk. There has to be a motion on the floor to be discussing. Okay. Discussing, so that was. I was trying to get back to the Rules Committee for further public discussion. Public we'll open to business. Okay, motion made and second to reconsider and discuss it. Okay. You made a motion. Okay, now we'll go into Councilor Lopez's next. Uh, through the chair to our attorney, is it an open meeting law violation for us to not hold public input during a council meeting? As a... Uh, as Councilor McAuliffe said, uh, he was right. You don't have to hold public input. The law says that if you hold it once, then you've got you to be consistent. So you have to have it every week or every, every meeting. But there's no, nothing in the law that says you have to hold public input for this meeting, for, any zone, for committee meetings. There's nothing that requires that. So at this point, now that we've held it, obviously, more than once, is it fair to say that it's precedent and it would be a violation because we've set that precedent? I can't say whether it would be a violation. Um, but I can say that you've been doing it for, I don't know how long you've been doing it. I've only been here for about a year. So um, if you do it now, then you should keep doing it, and it should be the same time, the same place. It just should be consistent. That's all the law requires, that it be consistent. Thank you. So we should continue to do it, hence the fact that we have done it, because the way the law is written is that if we've established a precedent of doing it, we need to continue doing it. You can, yes, you can look at it that way, and you can also change it. You can change it. As Councilor McAuliffe said, you can change the time. You can say, I want to put it before the mayor's briefing. I want to put it after the mayor's briefing. I want to put it at the end of the meeting. It's your decision as a, as a, as a group. Thank you. And so I, I agree with Councilor McAuliffe. The mayor's briefing is, is not a real meeting. Um, it's a, a courtesy that's extended to the mayor by, by the council. Um, and the only reason why it is published is because of that. It's because there's a quorum. Um, and there have been issues in the past with mayor's briefings that used to occur behind closed doors for this city. So I do um, think that it's a good idea to continue to have a mayor's briefing. However, I, I stand by the fact that I, I do not believe it makes sense, nor should it should it happen for the public input to occur prior to. I agree with Councilor Cushane um, that if, if given the opportunity to continue to speak beyond the 7.15, that that could be problematic uh, because at times we reach 7.15 and there are times when we have to start our meeting and then continue to allow the mayor to speak. And so we've already had instances in which uh, the mayor's briefing has gone a lot longer than it should um, and folks are here for a city council meeting. And so I think that the time that we allot for it is appropriate. I understand that at times it ends way before and we're you know sitting around for 15 minutes waiting for our meeting to happen. But I think that if, if there's no other way for us to figure it out, I hope we are able to figure it out. But if there is no other way for us to figure out the wording, um, then that's the price we pay for extending the courtesy of the mayor's briefing. So hopefully we are able to figure out a way to do so. Um, but at, at the utmost importance here is for residents to be able to come and give their input prior to the city council meeting. This is the city council's meeting, um, and I think that that should be respected. Thank you. Councilor Krampitz. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, really repeat. I think uh, it's been covered by quite a few people. I agree that, um, you know, to make it free-flowing, you know, helps, but I, I do agree that public input should be 
at least before you know the uh, the city council starts deliberating on the mayor's orders. I mean, I remember a time where there were no mayor's briefings. So, um, you know, I think having something at the start after the mayor has you know presented his orders and and people can listen to that and then come to public input and and raise their concerns to us, I think is is the best way to, to do it. So, but if it goes back to the rules committee so we can kind of hash that out, uh, that, that's fine with me. But I, I think it should be before the city council starts its deliberations to have public input. So, thank you. Thank you. Councilor Costello's next. Yeah, very quick. Um, I agree with uh, Councilor Lopez. The way it's being done now is okay. So if it's not broken, don't fix it. Thank you. Councilor McAuliffe. Second time. Yeah, just really quick, I just want to make one uh, final remark about um, about the mayor's briefing. It's not a, it's not a courtesy of the council to invite the mayor. Uh, the mayor can hold his briefing on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. if he chooses to. Uh, that's the beauty of it being his meeting. It just so happens that we have organized it to uh, provide for a maximum notification and information. So um, it's a benefit to the residents and it's a benefit to the council, quite frankly, who often uh, at times can be without some information until the mayor, mayor brings it to us. It doesn't always happen that way and it doesn't usually happen that way. Um, but sometimes these orders are timely and it's been beneficial to us. But um, it's not us doing the mayor a favor. Um, it's the, the mayor deciding to hold it during this time period. Thank you. Um, if I could, I'd like to speak on this a minute. Motion to allow the president to speak. Roll call. President Lafayette. Abstain. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. McCullough? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Valkyr? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dope? Yes. Bouchane? Yes. Mabry? Yes. Finia Costello? Yes. 12 yes, one abstention? Thank you. Um, I, this was brought forward um, because of the fact that people were saying that, boy, I have to wait 15 minutes from the audience and that. So respectfully hearing them say that, I felt that no different for transparency, we would get it to a meeting and discuss it like we are now. So um, I will always have public input for one, and I believe it is up to the, your, whoever's the president every two years that makes up the rules for how he runs, conducts his meetings. But I will always have public input. Um, so that being said, um, again, um, the mayors, uh, I agree, you know, sometimes goes over. I did tell him if we merge, if this was going to happen, he would have to cut his down and try to be respectful of the city councils. So um, again, I have no, no, um, no game in whatever way the council wants to go. I'll do either way. It, to me, it could be go either way. So um, it's going to be all discussed again in public input. Uh, in a committee of the rules, and I'll set that up as soon as possible so we can get this cleared up. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from, again, Bill? Hey, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Bill, second time. <laughs> no, I just wanted to thank Councilman McCullough because I think I did. I totally forgot that this was something that the a few mayors ago had proposed so that he could pitch his orders to us um, before the meeting and, and you know and, and, and it probably helps the public too to know where he's coming from um, but it really wasn't a part of our meeting it's just a courtesy we extended to him um, but it's been going on for so long it feels like it's part of the rules part of the you know the gig but it really was just a way for him to pitch his orders to us so that he can get what he wants out hopefully out of us so uh, but I want to thank Councillor McCall for reminding us of that it is just a courtesy that we've extended to the mayor Okay, we'll take the rest up in committee. Any any comments from the f Zoom? 
Any comments from Zoom seeing none? Roll call. President Laflam. Yes. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Yes. Browski. Yes. McAuliffe. Yes. Brooks. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Valkyr. Yes. Krampets. Yes. Tobis. Yes. Cushane. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Vinia Costello. Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. We have a favorable report from the Rules Committee with a motion to postpone. Be it ordered that Jean Fitzgerald be recognized and given an official citation from the City Council for her work regarding National Night Out and other community work she has been involved in. Councilor Zygorowski. Uh, motion made and seconded that the request for recognition be, uh, well, the motion was to postpone it for the call of the chair. That's the way we voted on it. Right. Okay. Motion made and seconded that the Rules Committee report be received and placed uh, to the, uh, be postponed to the call of the chair on the motion. On, on the motion, I would refer this to both uh, councilmen that further Del Bas. Uh, thank you. Um, so when we originally filed this, uh, myself, Councilor Costello, we didn't know that she was already recognized for this. Uh, I just want to thank her for her work on National Night Out, Jean Fitzgerald, and also for her advocacy. Uh, I wasn't aware that she was already given an award, but I mean, I just wanted to recognize her anyway for community advocacy. Thank you uh, to the work that she does. Um, you know, truthfully, this could have been left off the uh, agenda uh, at this point, but um, since it's on there, I just want to thank her for her work. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments? Councilor Costello. I, I, I want to thank Jean Fitzgerald, too, for her decades of service in regards to her uh, commitment to the city. And uh, she is a volunteer, and we've been very fortunate to have her presence and uh, her activity. So we were unaware of um, the fact that um, she was recognized, I believe, at the Munich House. Is that what I was told? However, um, it is nice that it was kept on the agenda because publicly by the city council tonight, she should be thanked. Um, people, people should be thanked for their service, especially in regards to their time and volunteering. So I think that as part of the council, this is a nice way to, uh, to thank Jean Fitzgerald for all her uh, dedication in making the city a better place. Thank you. Concha Lopez. Thank you. Uh, Ms. Fitzgerald is one of my residents in Ward 3. Um, I, I do want to not only thank her, but also just a quick shout out the National Night Out is an event that is still happening. Um, and it's through volunteerism from community members, such as Jean Fitzgerald that brought the National Night Out years and years and years ago to the city. Um, and it's still happening and it has grown and evolved and become quite a staple of an event. Uh, for our city, so thank you for starting this tradition, which is now continued and um, it's still celebrated. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? See none. Roll call. President Laflam. Yes. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Yes. Browski. Yes. McAuliffe. Yes. Brooks. Abstain. Lopez. Yes. Salkir. Yes. Crampets. Yes. Dobis. Cushane, yes. Labrie, yes. Pena Costello. Yes. 12 yes, one abstention. And the motion passes. We have a favorable report from the Ordinance Committee to add to the following in schedule. Parking prohibited here to corner Albert Avenue. Contra Krampets. Motion that the uh, order be amended and take its Senate reading and approved tonight. Motion made second that the Ordinance Committee report be received and amended and approved this evening. Yes, um, this was basically um, sent back to committee because I, I had some concerns over the, uh, the distance. Um, I spoke to uh, Doug Ellis, our uh, city engineer, because uh, you know, 
the concern was eliminating parking spaces on Albert Avenue, which is already uh, pretty tight. Uh, so we came up with a, a distance of 25 feet, which allows clearance pulling out of Albert Avenue to look down Broadway. Um, so you know, uh, I'm, I'm in favor of this. I also talked about this with uh, Councilor Zagorowski as well. Uh, and he can comment on it if he wants, but uh, there'll be two votes on this tonight. The first to amend it uh, to, uh, from 85 to 25 feet, and then the second vote to uh, uh, approve it tonight. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? So this motion that the owners committee will before it will take its final reading and be enrolled and ordained. Are we going to do the amendment first? As amended. As amended. As, okay. You Thank you. As amended. So you already amended it, so I'm just seconding it with the order. Uh, okay. All okay. right. Just wanted to, to be finalize sure. it. Roll, any motion? Uh, anyone from the floor? Anyone from Zoom? No. Anyone from Zoom? Seeing none. Roll call. President Lafoya. Yes. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. McCullough? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyrie? Excuse me. Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobis? Yes. Duchesne? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Finia Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. We have a favorable report from the Ordinance Committee to add to the following in schedule, parking prohibited, meeting house road. Concert Krampitz. Motion that the Ordinance Committee report be received and placed on file tonight. Motion made and second that the favorable ordinance committee report be received and, post and placed on file this evening. That's weird. Correct. On the motion. Uh, yes, there's actually already a, an ordinance uh, for, for this. Uh, this was just really more to give background information to the, to the next order, and I will defer to uh, Councilor Lopez if she would like to add anything else. Councilor Lopez. Thank you. So this order and the next order, I'm actually going to, instead of placing this on file, I'm going to ask to send both of these back to committee. Um, after conversations with our DPW superintendent, we do need to look at both of these um, and come up with a plan together. And um, unfortunately, uh, the superintendent of DPW was unable to come to this meeting. So I now have new information from her that we were not able to have at this meeting. So in, instead of motion to place on file, I'd like to amend that to a motion to send back to committee for this one, for motion order number 23. That's a friendly, friendly uh, motion. Okay, the motion on the floor is to send it back to the ordinance committee for a public hearing. Thank you. Okay. Anyone on the floor to speak? Anyone on Zoom? Anyone on Zoom seeing none roll call? President LaFlamme. Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Borowski? Yes. McCullough? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Dobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Finia Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And the motion passes. We have a favorable amended ordinance committee report to add the following in schedule. Meeting House Road, uh, south side, odd from Meadow Street to a point 540 feet westerly thereof, no stopping or standing. Concert Crampets. Uh, motion that the amended uh, committee port be uh, ordinance committee port be received and sent back to the ordinance committee for a public hearing. Motion made and second that the ordinance committee report be received and referred back to the ordinance committee for a public hearing on the motion. I will defer to Councilor Lopez. Councilor Lopez. Yeah, I just want to make sure that, that as we seconded that it's as amended, so we want to send as, it back as amended. As amended. Thank you. Thank you. Any comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Borowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? 
Yes. Lopez. Yes. Falkir. Yes. Krampitz. Yes. Dobis. Yes. Cushane. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Pena Costello. Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. We have a favorable report from the Ordinance Committee. Be it ordered that the Ordinance Committee review the current tag sale policy. Councilor Krampitz. Motion that the Ordinance Committee report be received and placed on file. Motion made and second that the order be received and the Ordinance Committee report be received and placed on file. On a motion. Uh, yes, there was a discussion about our current uh, tag sale policies. There was actually a lot of uh, uh, good interaction about you know, how we break it down by 72 hours or by you know, three days or, or spreading it out um, you know, per, um, per year. Uh, so there, there was some uh, good dialogue, and uh, I will uh, defer to uh, Councillor Laflamme uh, if he wants to make any more comments. So I guess I'll make a motion to allow the president to speak on this if he'd like. He doesn't want to? Do you want to speak? No. No, so we can just oh, motion okay. to All right. No. The motion is placed on file then. Motion made and second to place on file. <laughs> Roll call. President Laflamme. Oh, I'm sorry. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President LaFlamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Browski? Yes. McCullough? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Falkir? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Dobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Vinia Costello? Yes. 13, yes. And a motion passes. Be it ordained by the City Council at the Code of the City of Chicopee for the year 1991 as amended, being hereby further amended as follows. Chapter 260, Section 30. Point three, municipal parking fines and regulations. Councilor Labrie. A motion received, take its first reading and send to the ordinance committee for a public hearing. Motion made and second that the proposed ordinance change, uh, be received and sent to the ordinance committee for a public hearing. On the motion. On the motion, uh, this has to do with uh, parking uh, in the parks uh, overnight. Um, there's some been some problems, and at this meeting, you know, we can take up the problems in committee. But I'd like to invite the um, park and rec superintendent, the uh, police chief, and the DPW superintendent uh, to discuss this issue. Thank you. Any comments from the floor, Councillor Balak here? Yes. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Um, I this I think is a very good um, proposal. I know that we've had some problems at Zot Park with some vehicles that have been parked by the tennis courts. They've been removed, they've come back. So uh, I'm, I'm really happy to see this and I'm hopeful we really put some good teeth in it and uh, tow these people and find them and teach them a lesson. Thank you. Thank you, any comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President LaFlamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Browski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Valkyr? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Dobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Finia Costello? Yes. 13 yes. <clears throat> and a motion passes. Good order that the DPW install a slow children sign at 362 James Street. Councilor Costello. Motion that the order be received and that the DPW install a slow children sign at 362 James Street. Motion made a second that the order be received, sent to the DPW to install a slow children's sign at 362 James Street. On the motion. Yes, uh, at public input two weeks ago or three weeks ago, two weeks ago actually, um, a resident did request this as part of her public input presentation. So I'm just following through with the resident's request. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? 
Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Browski? Yes. McCulloch? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobis? Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Out of chair. Pinnock Costello? Yes. 12 yes, one out of chair. And a motion passes. You'd order that the City Council look into establishing a social media page for posting agendas and meetings. Motion, I'm sorry, thanks, President Luflam. Motion that the order be received and that the City Council look into establishing a social media page for posting our agendas and our meetings. Okay. Um, what do you want? You got to send it somewhere. Um, Rules. Uh, how about ordinance? Would that be okay? Not, you can't no. put it. You, excuse no, me, no, Jim. No, Jim. No, I'll, no, uh, Jim. 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 I got it. Thank you. There's no no reason to send this to ordinance because there's no law or okay. something to enact. Because so okay. you can send it to rules and then we can discuss in rules. The only problem is is I'm going to be honest with you. The last we had a rules committee meeting this past month. But prior to that, it was a long time. Correct. Like nine years. Well, so I don't want it I, to be no. hanging around for nine years. No. I do think this is more of a priority. I, I am going to be calling a rules on another item, so I'll be put this one on there. It would be within the next month. Okay, excellent, President <laughs> Laflam. Okay. Yeah. So uh, if it's okay with Clerk Patel, we'll just uh, refer it to the rules committee. Yep. Okay. okay. Any All other right. comments from the floor? Councilor Zigarowski. Yeah, through the chair. Uh, don't we already show this on our? Uh, well, we're going to take it up in, in rules and make sure everything's done there. Yeah, it okay. should go to rules or wherever or to discuss it because we'll okay. be debating this for 20 minutes, All and right. the public has a right to be there and know it's going to happen. Okay. Councilor Cushing. Right. A friendly amendment to send it to communications. Just saying, it's communication. Got a rule. You want to amend that? I think it's her order to amend. Yeah, I know it's her order, but he can do a friendly one. Oh, okay. So could we wait right. and just ask him if it's going to be a friendly motion? What do you want to do? What do you want to send it? Communications, because we're trying to communicate. You, you want I'm going to I'm going to ask the ruling from the city solicitor. You have the right to send it wherever you want. You okay. want to send it. We don't we need the do city solicitor to tell meeting? us. Excuse us. Councilor Cushane has on the floor uh, an amendment asking for a friendly amendment to send it to uh, communications. communications. Are you agreeing to allow that? Uh, or I'm, just leave it in rules? You could I'm going to leave it in rules. Okay. Because we're going to have a meeting a lot quicker. I, I don't even remember the last time that there was a communication okay, so, meeting. Because there was no agenda items to have a meeting okay. with. That's There's a, okay. So either are you withdrawing your amendment or are we calling? Sure. Okay. He's, so it's withdrawn, so we don't have to do it. Okay. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Roll call. President LaFlamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillerson? Yes. Zgorowski? Yes. McCulloch? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobis? Yes. Duchesne? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pena Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. Thank you. Going to rules. Be it order that the Forestry Department evaluate the tree behind 35 Fillmore Street to determine if the tree should be removed. The tree is on a paper street. 
Councillor Costello. Thanks, President LaFlamme. Motion that the order be received and the Forestry Department evaluate a tree that's behind 35 Fillmore Street to determine if the tree should be removed. The tree is on a paper street. Motion made in second that this order be received and referred to the Forestry Department. On the motion. This is a, um, a situation that became very complicated. Um, and I want to thank a lot uh, Councillor Zigorowski for his uh, investigation into trying to determine what would happen to this tree. We met together with, uh, with uh, the city's solicitor for about 45 minutes, and this was a very complicated issue, so that's why we wanted to make sure it was in writing that we are requesting this and that we as a council have established a paper trail. I don't know if, if uh, Councillor Zigorowski would like to also add anything. Uh, if he puts his hand up, I'll let him talk. If not, I'm not going to allow him to talk. <laughs> Councilor Zikorowski. The only thing I got to say about this that when I looked at the tree on the paper street, uh, after speaking to Kevin Corden, uh, we, both myself and Ms. Costello were a little bit confused. So this way we hope to get some kind of ruling. Should it come down or should it not? And the reason we're doing this is because the owner of that house, I spoke to him, and he was just concerned that if the tree should fall on his brand new fence and brand new shed, who's liable? Nobody could give us an answer. Thank you. Referring is the best thing. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Shillitson? Yes. Gorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Falkir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Zobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinet Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. Be it ordered that the Ordinance Committee meet to review the duties and responsibilities of Human Resource Department, including overseeing health insurance and dental insurance. Councilor Costello. Uh, motion that the order be received and referred to uh, the Ordinance Committee to meet to review the duties and responsibilities of the Human Resource Department, including the overseeing of health insurance and dental insurance. And the, uh, I guess my question is, sending it to ordinance, there's no, we, there's no ordinance or rules. So you might want to send it to human resources, because uh, check with the attorney. I don't think that has anything to do with ordinance. Well, the only reason why I did it, or, I'm going to be honest with you, there was a constituent that came to me and uh, looked at the duties and the responsibilities of HR and other departments. But the ordinance does say for HR insurance, but not health it just says insurance, and it doesn't say dental. It just says insurance. So I just want to okay. clarify it no, so that fine. nobody can point a finger saying that, oh, geez, you know, things are too vague. And I appreciate your cooperation, President LaFlamme. So we'll send it to ordinance. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President LaFlamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Borowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Falkir? Yes. Crampets? Yes. Dobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pena Costello? Yes. 13 yes? No motion, Mayor. I'll thank you for being honest, uh, Councillor Costello. Be it ordered that public notification up to 300 feet for one-way street be referred to the Ordinance Committee. Councillor Costello. Yes. Ordinance that the uh, order be received and that the public notification up to 300 feet for a one-way street be referred to the Ordinance Committee. 
Motion made and second, the order be received and sent to the Ordinance com Committee for a public hearing on the motion. Now, this is just to have a discussion in regards to if somebody comes in and says they want to uh, uh, do a one-way street from a two-way street, that, that this would require public notification for up to 300 feet. We could review that in ordinance. Um, it's just uh, something that I would like to discuss as a follow-up to um, certain concerns from some of my constituents. Thank you. Thank you. Councilor Couchet. Would this also have to go to zoning and planning? Since it's notification, is planning have uh, rules and laws written of our distance, so she can, should that go to planning and zoning too? So you or want to go planning? If it's okay with the... Yeah, planning. that'd be Just fine. To make Thank sure you. Everything's okay, motion made a second that it be referred to ordinance, zoning, and planning for a public hearing. Yeah. Thank you. Is that... Yeah, that's perfect. Good with you. Okay, any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom seeing none roll call? President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zigorowski? Yes. McCullough? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Dalkir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Finia Costello? Yes. 13, yes. And the motion passes. Be it ordered that the following question mm. shall be placed on the November 7, 2023 ballot for the City of Chicopee. Be it ordered that the City of Chicopee employ a code, of, a code enforcement officer to enforce quality of life, public safety, and all other ordinances within the City of Chicopee. Councilor Cushane. Motion that the order be received and placed on the ballot on November 7. Motion made and second. The order be received and placed on the November 7, 2023 ballot for the City of Chicopee. On a motion. I actually would like to amend it to read, be it ordered that the following non-binding question shall be placed on the November 7th, 2023 ballot for the city of Chicopee. Um, the reason is, uh, this is just really a public opinion. I've been continually encouraged to keep fighting for this position. I mean, like from all over the place. Uh, so there's not much more I can do. This lands on the mayor. Um, and so this ballot question would be non-binding. It's really just, just, do the people want it? So we all know they do. We all voted to send this to him a year ago. Uh, you all supported me in the last eight years trying to get this into the city. Um, so I'd like to see the public have a chance to say something. It's, it's non-binding, meaning it's just going to go to the mayor as a recommendation. Um, should something happen between now and then, and we fill that position, and I'll be happy to take it off the agenda. Um, but I'd like to see at least be there so the people can have a chance to, for, their, their, for their vote to be heard. They have a right to be heard. If to not vote for this just means you don't want to hear what the people have to say. Okay, I'm going to make a motion to second your amendment, amendment thank you. to that. Councilor Costello. Yeah, I want to thank Councilor Crochane for this particular um, initiative um, and to get a feel for what the public is, um, is thinking and what they want. Um, because from what I gather in my um, conversations with my residents, many people want a court enforcement officer, if not one officer, but a whole department mm -hmm. to make sure that all the codes are enforced in the city. And Thursday, we're having a public safety meeting, and there is going to be a discussion on code enforcement. Um, as a public hearing in regards to public safety. So I appreciate your initiative, um, Councillor Crochane. Thank you. Councillor uh, Lopez is next and then Councillor Dobas. 
Uh, thank you. I also would like to thank Councilor Cushane for uh, his continuous work on this. I fully support a code enforcement officer. I think it's important. Um, I supported him when he brought it before the council, um, and I continue to support it. Um, I think that this is, you know, there's no harm in getting resident input. I always support that, and so I do agree that not supporting this is, is just blatantly saying we don't care to have the public input. So I, I think, honestly, we have a duty to um, ask, ask the public how they feel about this, as this is a hotly contested issue, and I thank Councillor Cushane for, for finding creative ways to try to bring this up over and over and over since apparently he has uh, not been heard. Thank you. Councillor Dobas. Uh, I want to thank Councillor Corshane. I've always supported him on this issue. Uh, I fully support uh, a code enforcement officer. I think it's needed. Uh, I know there's a number of problem properties in my ward, and I, I understand uh, that when it goes to court, it takes some time. But other communities find these problem properties uh, frequently. Uh, and so the problem is less severe, and we should be doing the same thing. We should have one person doing it, one person the city council uh, and the mayor's office can rely on to be holding some of these uh, property owners accountable. Uh, I fully support Councilor Corshane, and uh, I fully support the code enforcement officer. Thank you. Anyone else from the floor? Councilor Krampitz. While I appreciate Councilor Corshane's passion on this, and I've supported him in the past, um, I just don't feel putting it on the ballot's quite the right thing to do. I mean, there's 13 of us, and, and folks can vote the way that they want, but I, I just think you start muddying the waters when you start adding things, particularly like this, to, to, to the ballot. So while I, I support the position of a code enforcement officer, I, I, I just don't feel comfortable with, with trying to put it on the, on the ballot. So I'll be voting against it, but... My colleagues can certainly vote in favor of it or, or make up their own minds, so thank you. Okay, next will be Councilor Lopez. Yeah, so I, I would just like to respectfully push back on that a little bit. I don't think that it's muddying the waters because this is not the first time Councilor Cushane has brought this up. So had this been the first time that Councilor Cushane came up with this code enforcement idea and you know he wanted to put it on the ballot without having gone through the council for years, without having spoken to the mayor about it, without us having voted about it and sending it to the mayor, then I would agree that, yeah, it, it would be kind of muddying the waters. But because Councilor Cushane has gone through every possible avenue to try to get this to happen um, with the support of, of many of us and at the end of all of us when we sent it to the, to the mayor and still nothing has happened. Um, I think this is unnecessary. I, at the Ward 1 uh, neighborhood meeting, residents had actually expressed that they would like to see a code enforcement officer. And um, I'm not quoting in exact words because I don't have the exact words and this was not a public meeting, so I can't quote in exact words. But I do remember the mayor saying uh, to me when I, I spoke up during that meeting that you know, the council has not proven to him, those that, that was a word that was used, the need for a code enforcement officer. And so if the council has not proven so, despite the fact that we have put it before him and voted on it, then I think this is a good way to ask for the public, in, public input on it. Um, and residents may have to prove it by voting on the ballot if that's what it takes. Um, I don't think that's what it should take, but here we are. So I, I think this is necessary. And this is, I don't think it's premature of him to want to put this on the ballot because it has gone through every possible avenue. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Mr. President? Uh, to I, our attorney, go ahead. Could I just, okay, so I don't want to delay things at all, um, but I would maybe suggest consider sending this to committee because we're not sure what we have to do 
to get it on the ballot. The mayor may have to sign off on it. I don't know what the process is. I'd have to call I the Secretary of State. Okay, so we're gonna I just I don't want to delay anything. I know that the, the will of the councils, you know, whatever it is, but that's my suggestion. You don't okay. have to do that. Thanks. All right. Let's see, Councillor Cushane, this is your third time, but you're the maker, I'll let you speak. So I followed all the procedures. I spoke with the Attorney General's office. Dan Garvey spoke with the Attorney General's office and the voters. He's the one who guided me on how to present this to you to get it on the ballot. So it has followed all the appropriate channels in the language. Um, this was well vetted before I did this. Okay, thank you. Contra Roy. Uh, you, my only concern is, is there a timeline to get it on the ballot? If we put it back to committee, is there a timeline before it can be put on the ballot? No. He has to get signatures. Clerk could answer that. Yeah, I'm not aware of that only because we weren't anticipating this not getting through. So I don't know. I didn't ask those details. Okay, I'm going to let the... It has to be. Has say, to be. I'm sorry. We're going to let the clerk talk for a minute. <clears throat> That's a great question. Um, I would defer to the law department on the procedure because it depends how long the procedure is going to take. Uh, you know, we need time to print the ballots, and if there's going to be a question such as this, we would need it soon. Um, so... Where do we send it? You could send it to committee. Um, I was under the assumption that the mayor had to approve it as well. If the council approves it, then the mayor has to approve it to put a question on the ballot. So okay. the likelihood of him approving it after he has said no several times, I'm not sure. Uh, but, well, it's a financial issue. I mean, you'd have yeah. to fund it, so you could put it in finance. You okay. could put it in human resources. It's a, no, it's it should a be position. Finance. We can do it in finance. No. Okay, we're gonna allow the attorney to talk for the second time. Is that all right? Roll call, please, to let him talk. <coughs> so I wasn't aware that, oh, Yes. Sorry. President LaFlam. Wait, Mr. President, we don't need him. Can we just go through the chair from Bill to him and let him talk? We don't need a roll call Oh, because we've went around already, so I'd rather take a roll call. I haven't please. done another time. I'll do it another time. Through the, through the chair to the attorney, could no, you elaborate? I'm gonna do a roll call, please. Sorry, I'm gonna do it. President LaFlam. Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Borowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Valkyr? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Sobis? Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Finia Costello? Yes. 13, yes. <laughs> Go ahead, attorney. So I wasn't aware that uh, Councilor Cushane uh, had discussed this with uh, Attorney Garvey, but I did speak to Attorney Garvey today, and briefly, I was going over some of the agenda items today, and he mentioned that the mayor may have to sign off on it. That's all I can tell you. I don't know for sure. That's all. Thank you. Okay, so is it the will of the board to refer this to finance on the request of the law department? So it's, how, can we make that order? I'm, I'm only making a suggestion. Well, your suggestion is invalid if some people agree with it. Mm -hmm. right. So, Section 18A, non-binding public opinion advisory questions on local ballots. I'll get down to what we're talking about. In a city, the city council acting with the approval of the mayor subject to the provisions of the charter of said city in a town having a town council, the town council, and in every other town of the board of selectmen. So a non-binding public opinion advisory question may be placed on the ballot for a regular municipal election in any city or town no later than the 
35th day preceding such election by a vote of the council of such city with the approval of its mayor. We're required by the charter. So does our charter say it has to be done? Or if it doesn't, then it, we don't need the mayor's Well, approval. we don't have that. So I think we should send it to a committee. Right. I mean, to get those answers, we don't have all the right. committees. So I'm just giving some questions. Right. The question and you just asked. answered it right there. So would you send it to the finance? And I'll do one right away for all three items that we have in it sure. so that we get them done. So I can, I'll... I'll Favorable. do it as soon as possible so we don't lose the time. But I do think it's valid sending it to finance to get all these answers right, done. because it's a budgetary issue. Correct. Correct. So that makes sense. To, your motion is to send to finance. Right. Okay. Any, motion made and second to send it to finance. Um, before, can we speak some more? Okay. Is anybody on Zoom? Is anybody on Zoom? Seeing that, I'd like to speak for a minute if I could. Oh, hold on. Go ahead, Councilor Tillotson. Yes, I, 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 I agree with what, the way you're going about it. Thank you. Okay. If there's a will of board, I'd like to speak a minute. I need a motion to allow the president to speak. Thank you. Abstain. President Laflam, Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. Collip. Yes. Brooks. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Alkir. Yes. Krampitz. Yes. Sobis. Yes. Shane. Yes. Fabry. Yes. Phoenix. Yes. 12 yes, one abstention. Thank you. Um, I'm kind of glad it's going to go to finance because it's a couple of days. I'm going to work with Councilor Kushane. Um I did speak to the mayor about your you, your idea of a corridor enforcement, um, but it was mentioned about like Ward 1 and other wards, and the mayor um, asked and I talked to you tonight, Councilor Kushain, is they asked the uh, health department, they asked this guy, and we're giving different vibes too, because I was told, yes, they have them in the uh, building department, we have them in the, in the uh, health department code enforcers. Matter of fact, there's $100,000 in the mayor's budget for another code person for two, three, four families, I guess it's that. So um, I spoke to the mayor, I said, Mayor, why don't we at least do a, a part-time one and, uh, as a code enforcer and uh, put that out there and see how much they do. And then if that validates a full-time, then we should, it will give us some, a compass to work with of going to a full-time position. So I'll work with you, Councilor Kushain. Uh, I'm, I'm not in favor to send this right now since it's gonna go to finance, it's, it's a good place for it, but I'll have a discussion with you too. Maybe we'll have a discussion with the mayor and we can work something out with that. Fourth time, Councilor Remember, this has already gone to finance and gone to the mayor from finance with a 13-0 vote. So we've already approved this through finance. So um, okay. whatever it's going to take to get it on the ballot, uh, there's inspectors in those departments, okay. so they, which are enforcing the codes of their departments. It is not the same thing as a code enforcement officer who would work for all city departments, picking up the slack because there's a lot more work than we have bodies for it. Right. And, I right. give, and I'm doing this for them at the end of the day because the city could utilize it in multiple ways. And I've worked with the health department and the, the head inspector on coming up with how this position should actually act and the role it should play. So this isn't something that I came up with. The idea was, but the actual nuts and both of it came right out of the health department based on the fact that the position existed many, many uh, administrations ago and didn't work very well. So we brainstormed and came out with how it should work for the best of the city yeah. residents, the city staff, yeah. everybody. So and yeah. well, again, we'll bring it there. The ultimate is the mayor who, right. who approves it and what job descriptions are approved mm -hmm. for that position. So we'll, we'll work on that. I think it's good going to finance and we'll do it as soon as possible. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Roll call. 
Okay, I'm going to committee as amended. The finance, yes. President LaFlamme. Yes. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Yes. Gorowski. Yes. McAuliffe. Yes. Brooks. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Valkyr. Yes. Krampitz. Yes. Sobis. Yes. Cushane. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Pena Costello. Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. Be it ordered that the DPW install additional speed limit signs on Chicopee Street northbound from the area of Marshall Street to 803 Chicopee Street, 1.8 miles with no signs and southbound 780 Chicopee Street to 326 Chicopee Street, 1.6 miles with no signs. Councilor Cushing. Motion that the order be received and sent to the DBW for implementation. Motion made in second that the order be received and sent to the DBW for installation. On the motion. On the motion, yep, there's uh, almost two miles in either direction. Uh, kind of ties in with the previous requests I sent to the DBW several months ago about trying to figure out what speed, because the northbound and southbound have different speeds. And as far as I knew, Chickabee Street was a street and it should have the same speed limits on both sides. So maybe if we get more signs placed, we'll see that. Uh, gap uh, or the conflicting si uh, speeds actually isn't as great as it is depending on where they place the signs and where the signs speeds legally change. So I mean there's still going to be a section of road that has two different speed limits uh, depending on which way you're traveling but hopefully we can get that rectified sooner than later. It's been several months already. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Yeah, I, I obviously as a, I'm seconding this. I agree with this. I there are definitely areas in the street that the speed limit changes pretty rapidly. So I would like specifically in those areas if the DPW could install there at the change a sign that would be really helpful uh, because we have seen some pedestrian fatalities in this area um, and some accidents. So we would like to make sure that we're trying every single avenue uh, to increase public safety. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom saying none? Roll call. President LaFlamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zigorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Sobis? Yes. Bouchane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pena Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. An application for a new zone change from split zone business B, residential A, to residential A for 9,000 square feet of property located at 580 Meadow Street, parcel ID 0360-00014 for the purpose of Boys and Girls Club existing, eliminating small portion of zoning overlapping, causing split zone on the site. Councilor Balakir. A uh, motion made to receive the application for a new zone change. Refer to the Zoning Committee and Planning Board for a public hearing. Motion made a second that the application be received, sent to zoning uh, for a public hearing, zoning planning and planning for a public hearing. Yes. On the motion. Uh, on the motion, we'll take it up in committee. Thank you. Anyone, comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President LaFlamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Sobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pena Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. An application for a new zone change from residential A to business A at 0 James Street. Um, for 18,730 square feet of property, parcel 0690. Dash 
for the purpose of creating one contiguous zoning district by extending the existing business A zoning district to the in entirety of both parcels to allow for future construction of a drive-through coffee shop. Petitioner name and address is DDM Property LLC. Daniel Hanouche, 166 South Boulevard, West Springfield. Contra Balakir. Uh, motion made to receive the application for a new zone change. Refer to the Zoning Committee, Planning and Planning Board for public hearing. Motion made a second that the application be received and sent to the Zoning and Planning for public hearing. On a motion. Uh, we'll take this up in committee. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Borowski? Yes. McCullough? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Falkir? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Sobis? Yes. Kuchain? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Finia Castell? Yes. 13, yes. And the motion passes. We have an um, application for a new special permit under section 275-58C4 of the Municipal Zoning Ordinance <coughs> for the purpose of an eating and drinking place with the consumption of alcohol. Location of property 420-424 Front Street. Contra Ballot here. A motion made to receive a new special permit application refer to the uh, zoning, planning, building, and health departments for a public hearing. Motion made second that the order be received sent to, to the zoning planning and health department for a public hearing on a motion uh we will take this up in committee thank you any comments from the floor any comments from zoom seeing none roll call president laflamme yes roy yes Tillotson? yeah browski yes mccullough yeah brooks yes lopez Falkir. Yes. Trampets. Yes. Sobis. Yes. Cushane. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Finian Costello. Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. An application for a new special permit under section 275-9L3 of the Municipal Zoning Ordinance for the purpose of renewal of an existing special permit for the purpose for a proposed multifamily development with waiver parking requirements from 88 to 75 spaces. Location of property is 0 Oak Street. Parcel ID is 0 147 slash 000 s five sorry five h applicant culpeper properties concert ballot here a motion made to receive the uh, new special permit application refer to the zoning and the mill conversion commercial center overlay district for a public hearing motion made in second that the application be received sent to zoning and mill conversion overlay for a public hearing on a motion on the motion, we'll also take this up to committee, Mr. President. Any comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Any comments from Zoom seeing none? Roll call. President LaFlamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Borowski? Yes. McCullough? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Falkir? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Dobis? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Finiac Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. Have an application for a new junk dealer's license at 1410 Memorial Drive, applied for by Donna Dwight. Something old, something for the purpose of selling vintage articles, new crafts, and consignment shop. Concert Brooks. Make a motion that the order be received and referred to the License Committee for a public hearing. Motion made in second that the application be received and sent to the License Committee for a public hearing. On a motion. We'll take it up in committee. Thank you, sir. Uh, constituents, Councilor Dobaz. Oh, roll call, please. President LaFlamme. Yes. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Yes. Yeah. Borowski. Yes. McCullough. 
Yes. Hooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Dobis? Yes. Shane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinyak Costello? Yes. 13, yes. And a motion passes. Concert Dumas. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. Uh, the mayor is having a neighborhood meeting uh, this Thursday, uh, June 22nd at 6 o'clock at Litwin School. Uh, there's also a public safety meeting regarding the Litwin School neighborhood. Uh, so I'm encouraging Ward 6 residents to submit statements to the Public Safety Committee uh, and uh, attend the neighborhood meeting. Uh, hopefully uh, I'll see uh, some residents there. Thank you. Thank you very much. Councilor Costello. Uh, I'm, say, oh. I'm sorry. Oh, Councilor uh, McAuliffe. He's still on. Councilor McAuliffe. Set, sorry. Go ahead. All You're all set. I'm sorry. I'm all set. Yep. Councilor Costello. Yes, I just want to remind the residents that live around Ketty Boulevard and the Dairy Queen and Memorial Drive, and I appreciate uh, uh, Councilor Zagorowski calling the meeting for the public safety on Thursday. Uh, I know that some neighbors are interested, and hopefully we can get a good turnout. Thank you. Thank you. Councilor Krampitz. Um, just want to remind everybody about the upcoming fireworks on Saturday. Hopefully the weather will cooperate and it won't get... Uh, rained out, and then also the Ward 5 uh, Mayor's Neighborhood Meeting will be uh, July 18th uh, from 6 to 8 uh, p.m. at the uh, Senior Center. So uh, uh, people can come out with their concerns and all the department heads and elected officials will be there. Thank you. Thank you. Councilor Roy. The first day of summer is tomorrow. Uh, school's ending for most students uh, this Thursday. So hopefully everybody will have a safe and fun-filled summer. And like uh, Councillor, uh, what's your name, Freddie? Krampitz, <laughs> or Kramp Councillor Freddie. <laughs> uh, the fireworks will take place this Saturday at Zap Park. Hopefully uh, there won't be a rain date, but it will be announced if there is one. Uh, and this is your city, take pride in it. Councillor Bray. Yeah, I wanna wish everybody a uh, happy 4th of July. We won't see uh, some people before then. Be safe with the fireworks. We wanna keep all our digits on our uh, fingers and uh, our hands. So uh, be safe and uh, take all precautions. Thank you. Councilor Tillotson. <clears throat> have a nice, have a new, a great summer. It's just about to begin. Uh, enjoy the summer. Be careful at the pools and ponds but we always lose some young people. And be careful, make sure that they, if they go swimming, they go with another adult, or at least as old, older than they are, so that they don't have, have an issue with the water or have somebody else take care of them. Other than that, I wish everybody a good and happy summer. Stay healthy. Thank you. Contra Bellic here. Yes, thank you, Mr. President. Yes, I wanted dovetail my uh, uh, other counselors' comments about summer. Uh, be careful, it's, it's a great time of year. We look forward to it, but don't become a statistic. Be, be mindful of everything you have to do to enjoy it. Uh, dovetailing that also, uh, again, regarding speeding. Uh, too many people are speeding still in the city. Please slow down. Kids are gonna be out of school. A lot of people are out walking or out biking. So please be cognizant of that. Uh, grass and yards, uh, as Councillor Jerry Royce says, take pride in your, in your neighborhood, your community. Uh, I can understand that some people don't want their grass to get burnt, but if you haven't cut your grass yet this summer, three or four feet high, uh, that's not acceptable, that's not good. 
And uh, the trash pickup is gonna be delayed this week because of the holiday in Ward 4, it'll be Friday. And a happy 4th of July and be safe. Thank you. Councilor Zygorowski. Yeah, like I usually tell everybody, if you see something, please call the police department at 594-1639. I happen to see some of the signs around the city that says watch out for pedestrians. But I'm also advising pedestrians to watch out for motorists. And motorists, yeah. it goes both ways. Because we have accidents, and a lot of times the motors is not at fault. I see the kids on these scooters and bikes. Uh, they're not registered, half of them, and they're running around the city, and they're creating problems. So, you know, you see something going on. Uh, I know our officers are out there trying to do the best they can. Also, I hope everybody has a nice 4th of July. Thank you. Thank you. Councilor Cushane. Just a reminder, tomorrow morning is our C3 meeting at 11 o'clock at the Boys and Girls Club. Um, definitely attendance is uh, going to be a little harder probably in the summertime, so we hope you make an effort to come out uh, so they can hear what your concerns are so we can get them addressed. Uh, both of us, you are usually there in the police office, so together we can get things done. Councilor Lopez. I agree, yeah. Me and Councilor Gushan like to steal each other's thunder when it comes to the C3 meeting. So whoever goes first gets to say it. Uh, I hope to see everyone there tomorrow morning. Um, I think it's a great opportunity for folks to hear from the C3 unit as well as to bring their concerns to us. And that's what transparency is all about. You know, opportunities for resident input. So I do appreciate having that, those touch points. I hope to see folks this weekend if the weather holds off as well. I'm not keeping, uh, I'm not crossing my fingers a little too much because I'm looking at the weather and I realize it might not happen, but hopefully we're able to celebrate together. Um, and once again, I would like to wish everyone also a happy 4th of July. Um, we won't see you before then, but I'm sure we'll see you around at some of the ward meetings. I'll be attending the ward six meeting, um, which means I won't be at the public safety meeting, even though I do sit on public safety commission, but I think it's important for us to be at the ward six meeting. Um, I also wasn't at the rules committee meeting. Um, I don't sit on the rules committee, but my ward three meeting was on the same night as um, the meeting and we've already discussed that it's unfortunate that we've had these neighborhood meetings during times that we've had committee meetings um, it would have been great if we could have made sure that that didn't happen um, but unfortunately that's that's what occurred uh, they, the mayor scheduled these while we had committee meetings so um, I will be at the Ward 6 meeting. I hope folks do come out whether you live in Ward 6 or not uh, at some of the other meetings for the wards Folks that don't live in that ward have shown up, and I think it's important for us, all of us, to have a touch point on what's going on in neighboring communities, um, and also some of the issues are the same. So it's also a moment for unity for folks to realize that you're not alone in some of the things that you're advocating for. Thank you. Thank you, Councilor Brooks. Yeah, thank you very much, Mr. President. I only have one question. I know that we were going to send a correspondence to the local delegation. Last time we had a meeting, did you get any response back on that? I'm sorry, on the what? We were going to send a correspondence to the local delegation regarding, well, now I can't remember what it was, but you were going to write a letter uh, asking a question about, might have been some monies. I, I oh, yes, yes. You're talking the one about for um, the election. Yes, sir. yes uh, I believe I'll check with Agnes on Thursday. I believe we did do, send it out. Okay, great. Yes, it was. It had to do Thank with uh, the cost of trying to assist the city on the uh, elections. That's what it was. Yes, yes, uh, yes I would the monies. Yes, Thank correct. You very much. It was will, the additional monies to offset the cost of the elections. Correct, and I'll get you that answer. Um, she'll be back on Thursday. Uh, I'll say Friday. Okay, 
Thank, thank you. Okay, Councillor Roy it needs to at least say one more thing. My apologies <laughs> to my councillors, but my youngest daughter is going to be 50 in a few days, and if I didn't mention her, yeah. her birthday, I'd never hear the end of it. Happy birthday, daughter. That's her. <laughs> remember, that's his youngest. <laughs> that's my mom's age. Yeah, okay. I'll take a motion to adjourn. Happy birthday, Rachel. 50. I'll take a motion to adjourn. Motion Was that adjourn. 50 or 15? 50. Yeah, 50. <coughs> motion made, second to adjourn. Roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Gorowski? Yes. McCulloch? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Valkyr? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Novus? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. 13 yes. In a motion passes. Everyone have a great day and a nice 4th right. of July. Good 4th.